episode 45, right? Yes. Just making sure. It's 45. It's 45. Yes, it is. Your goat, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. <clears throat> okay. Me, oh, me next? Uh, no. Devin White. Clockwise. Oh, that's fine. Um, Scottsdale Scorpions, Michael Jordan. Does that count? Well, he sure. didn't technically say which Jordan he was talking oh, about. No, no, no. So technically that works because he didn't say which Jordan he was talking about. Which Jordan are you talking about? The GOAT. Chicago, Chicago, Chicago Bulls. Bulls. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So yeah, Scottsdale Scorpions, okay. Michael Jordan. Uh, Archie Griffin. Nice. Two time. Two time. Birmingham Barons, mm-hmm. Michael Jordan. Nice one. Nice. One. <laughs> is, is this what we're doing? Um, <laughs> I'm going to go Chicago White Sox, Michael Jordan. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah. You know what? Fantastic. <laughs> what? Deion Jones. Okay. Sean Bradley. Mm-hmm. Nice one. <clears throat> um, ooh, FSU great. Darnell Dockett. Go Donovan Mitchell. Spider. Spider. Good call. Your guy, Denzel Valentine. <sighs> nice steal. Nice. Well, it used to be your guy. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, he was, you know, rec league chucker off the bench. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's cool. Um, uh, Chicago White Sox, El Caballo, Carlos Lee. El Caballo. I'm going to go Baylor Bears, Donovan Mitchell. No. Is it Donovan Mitchell, right? No. What's his name? I'll give it to you. Davion. Donovan Davion. You know what you know Davion what I'm talking Mitchell. about. Not Spider, but the other I'll D take Mitch. it. You know what I'm take talking it. about. Take it. Fair enough. Pedro Martinez. Oh. I figured you were gonna come yeah, in at some yeah, point. I was, so yeah, I was still in the him. That's fine. Um <clears throat> Oh, I, I, for whatever reason, wanted the Bulls to take this guy in like the 09 draft. Dewan Blair. Pitt. Pitt. I like him. Yeah. Yes, that's scrappy. What, hey, Pitt had a squad yeah. with Dewan Blair. But he Blair. had no knees. Yeah. He was like, what, 6'8? Yeah, he was and also just, super, he was like very undersized. Yeah, but he could just board and just, but he had no knees. He was like a, a bully in college. Yes, he was. Great value, Charles Barkley. I'm with that. Without the jumper, he didn't have a jumper. Nah, nah, he was he was all down low. He's like yeah, he was a big man Pause. in college. Yeah, I'm reaching, so just let me know. Mel Blunt, forty-seven. Forty-seven. Well, I'm tapped out. Close though. Yeah, well, it was close. AC Green, nice one. Lakers, forty-year-old virgin. <laughs> uh, the original. <laughs> uh, eighty-five Bears, the Hitman, Gary Fensick. Okay. Sure. Catch me on the rebound, like Bo Outlaw. Mm, nice. nice magic magics <laughs> no no okay orlando magic there's only one okay classics no there's only one florida classic i'll come back to the magics john concat and now you're doing it on purpose because you know i don't like it what are you talking about i'll stay lakers okay seiko demboya just picked him up <laughs> wow sure, sure. <laughs> we just uh, picked him up what we did he, what he's, position? he's gonna play the three we needed another wing defender did we uh, need him? <laughs> I mean, we didn't have a whole lot of options. <laughs> LeBron out here trading players. Oh, like he's young. He's a young boy. All right. Uh, forty-five. Uh, uh, Chuck Wagon. Chuck Person. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Rifleman. Chuck Person. The Rifleman. Chuck Person. Yeah. Okay. Not the Red Rifle. No, nah, not definitely not the Red. Red Herring. Slide. <laughs> <laughs> Former Duke Blue Devil Jared Wallace. Oof, that's a nice. good one. 
Yeah, he lost his hairline like real bad man. at like 22. Uh, <laughs> Detroit Pistons, Adrian Dantley. I figured you'd pull out Dantley. I only know this one because I don't know why the Bucks refused to guard him. Garrett Griffin, tight end for the Saints. He had like one career catch before he played the Bucks, and then he had like okay. five and a touchdown. Okay. It was su- you. You don't remember that number forty-five? He's a tight end, and I'm like, first of all, who is he, and why is he <laughs> wide open? Hey man, no, I don't. No, no. Okay, Breezes will find you. Um, no, no. This was this year. Oh, this, oh that's. Yeah. And I think it was after James got hurt. Oh, well, then guys have no excuse. None. <laughs> Which, again, uh, Trevor Simeon just owns the Bucks. Trevor Simeon. Yeah, we just can't beat Trevor Simeon. Uh, don't buy him time. You win. No, I'm, I'm sorry. Oh, bad, well, yeah, I, I, got, I got one. The, the only reason I actually know this is because of the off-the-elbow pass from Jason Williams in the rookie-sophomore game. Rafe LaFrance, Denver Nuggets. And he completely just flubbed the best pass I've ever seen in my life. No idea who that is, but okay. He was, he was actually got a nice high draft pick, Ray for LaFrance. Hey, was he French? Uh, he's white. <laughs> Doesn't make sense now. <laughs> no, that, <laughs> moving on. Uh, no, send one up for him. Tyler Skaggs. Remember, he was the Angels player that overdosed? Oh. Found him in his hotel room in Texas. Yeah. yeah but like every, like, they did like a thing for him, and like every player wore 45, like gotcha. a patch. Oh, gotcha. I remember that. Um. Cubs pitcher Terry Mulholland. I, I have no idea who that is. That's good. You can look him up. You can be the. You can be the. No, I don't even have to look him up for you. It's yeah, a waste whatever. Of time. Well, yeah, we actually don't research any of your picks. Oh wow, that's, thanks. That's respect. Garrett Cole went from the cheating strolls to the stanks. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Um. Ooh, Prince's daddy, Cecil Fielder, Detroit Tigers. No, guys, don't know Cecil Fielder. No, Facebook. no, you've now gone like four straight people. I have no idea who they are. You guys are. don't know who Cecil Fielder is. No, you guys, know Prince Fielder. Yes, yes. <laughs> his father, who was also probably better than his son. Was, sure, you're showing your age. Yeah, wow, thanks. I'm 38. You wear it well. Yeah, I'm a man. Look, almost 40. Um, <laughs> you're a man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a man. Is that the second um, Mike Gundy? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. and then the last one of the year. Yeah. Okay, I happen to be watching them play Virginia. Samson Nakau, wide receiver, BYU. Forty-five. Wow. <laughs> yeah, and that's why I stood out. He caught a he caught a bomb against Virginia. Which did you watch? Did anybody catch that game two weeks no. ago? No, nah. Uh, a shootout. Them boys went at it. No, they did. It was it was a shootout. It was a late game though. It was at BYU. Um, five, four. Duncan Dutchman, Rick Smiths. Sure. No. I, I, Rick Smith. I, I don't know him either. You guys don't know Rick Stop, Smith. Stop looking. Oh, actually, I know. I know. I know Rick Smith. Nah, I know Rick Smith. I think I'm out. Now you got one more. Reach into your Miami I don't think bag. I do. I don't think Miami got no 45s, do they? I hope they don't. I mean, Michael Irvin's 47. Maybe. Man. Yeah. Primetime. I mean, playmaker is 47. Give your chance. Five, four. I think that's three. it, man. I think that's it. I'm out. That was a good round. Finish it off. Uh, I feel like I got to facilitate now because I'm going to hit you with a good four and then take it over. <laughs> Finish it off, Kirk Bush for the Jordan NASCAR. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Yeah, he's bringing back the 45. Oh, Richard Petty. No, Kyle Petty. Oh, it was Kyle, not Richard. I got to start thinking NASCAR. 
NASCAR got some good numbers, man. Hey, man. Somebody said podcast, episode 45. We Pop are bike. Somebody actually hit me up last week. He was like, so <laughs> no podcast this week? Nice. And I felt good. I'm like, somebody actually noticed we didn't drop a show last week. Bye week. Coming off the bye. Coming off the bye. That's exactly what he said. He's like, everybody else gets a bye week. Why you not? guys should get one too. Thank you. So last week, we'll call it a bye week. So that brings us to this week, episode 45. As you can tell, we just went, I don't know. We, oh, by the way, this like, episode is 45. Just in case. This we, one? Yeah, this one right here. Not 46? Not, uh-huh. not last week. Not, not or two weeks ago. That wasn't 45. You sure? I'm, sure. I, I'm pretty sure. I demand a recount. Count my votes. Okay, I mean, <laughs> Shout out to Al Gore. We are in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> One-stop shop, everything sports. We're going to get into a ton of stuff today. In case you forgot, which, how could you? The man to my right is on Che. Yep. The man to my left is Pump. Yes, sir. I go by Breeze. Welcome to episode 45. One Stop Shop Everything Sports. Make sure you're following us on social media. We're doing a lot of stuff on social media. You should probably be following. You can find us on Instagram at Somebody Said Podcast. On Twitter, Somebody Said Pod. We are brought to you by two of our phenomenal sponsors, the Law Office of Clinton Paris, where they take the pain out of being hurt. Areas of practice include... Personal injury, wrongful death, slip and falls, dog bites, state planning, wills, trust, powers of attorney, general civil litigation, business, general counsel, representation. Is being a raider one of them? It should be at this point. My goodness. The most speed dial. Oh, my goodness. It's every week at this point. Just just, just put Clinton Paris on retainer. They just can't stay out of trouble. I don't, I don't understand it from Gruden to Ruggs to now... Damon Arnett from a first round pick. That's two first round, two first round picks that are no longer on that team. One had to get cut for threatening to shoot people mm-hmm. on Instagram Live, and, and one for the other one killing people for actually killing somebody in a car accident for driving 156 miles per hour and running into someone. Mm-hmm. Cap it off with your racist coach, and then a, and then a racist coach thrown in the mix because got to you know got to complete the cycle, right? Neuritis. <laughs> oh my goodness. It fits them though. Kind of. They like to be the bad. I don't know if I can say that, dude. Does that fit anybody? Like, that's if anybody, terrible, the man. Raiders. I mean, they like to be the bad boys, so hey. Goodness, man. That's that's terrible. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just waiting for Derek Carr to come out to support Arnett. He's going to have to. <laughs> but shout out to Derek. He has handled all of I this him, extremely well. Yeah. He's handled it all very well. He's a stand-up guy. Yes. He's, okay, so from Rugs, let's go to our next sponsor. I know, right? That's exactly what I was thinking. So our other sponsor, which always drink responsibly, people. Please, Great transition. Please. please drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. It's not worth it. Call an Uber. Call a Lyft. Call your auntie to come get you, please. But if you're going to have an adult beverage, we'd rather you indulge in the Red Lady Rum Punch. Responsibly. Responsibly. Please. Agreed. Official beverage of the Somebody Said Podcast. Okay. I said we got a ton of stuff. We do. I think we just checked off one of them with the Raiders. I, I think we can yeah, leave the Raiders alone. Get that out of the way. Yeah, leave them alone for the rest of the show. They kind of well, they they lost to, to the G, man. So. They need to simmer yeah. over there, though. Just like, sit them. Dimes? Not calling him that. I like Danny Dimes. We're not Danny calling him Danny Dimes. I don't like I don't like that name for him. But he you like you it. like street clothes though. Clothes is, is a little bit better though. All right. <laughs> Somebody called him Anthony Day to Davis. <laughs> nice. Nice. Moving along. That's a listen, that's a that's a great oh one. Oh my goodness. 
see exactly. You got to come over. You got to be. You got to appreciate that. That was that was good, bro. That's good. That's that's too good. Okay, it it does. It absolutely does. Okay, we have got to. We're gonna nibble. We only got one nibbling, so a popper. High school football playoffs. We're gonna talk. We're just gonna run through and just talk about every. Tampa Bay team that's in the high school football playoffs. They actually start this week. We're going to a game, sir. Which one did we agree on? We'll come back to that. Uh-huh. And we got college football. There's a, a action packed weekend in college football. We've got Miami FSU week this week. Oh, 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 oh. <sighs> oh. Please. Oh, really? I will wait for y'all to do another chant, but you only got one. So, <sighs> got a stadium. How many, how many do y'all have? More than one. But no worry. Let's let's yeah, get it out. Let's get it out now. I mean, I'm sure. Out. I'm sure I'm going to hear it fifty times. So. Yes, probably more the, than that. The band only plays one song as well. Okay, hey, um, we are. <laughs> Meanwhile. There's another school in the state of Florida that is in complete shambles. Mm. I like it. <laughs> we'll touch on that, and then we'll finish with our NFL games of the week. So let's go ahead and get into this action-packed show. We're going to go ahead and start out from the top with some nibblies. Now you have to have Bluetooth. Hang on. It has to have that. Is that in – what is apps? Is that appetizers? I could do some nibblies. Guys, nibblies? Operator. Yeah, yes, hello. We'd like some poppers. I don't like poppers. Uh, he doesn't, but I do. <laughs> I do. I'm yeah. a fan of poppers. Okay, quick. One nibble. College basketball is back. Last year did not feel like a college basketball season. The whole mm-hmm. thing was just wonky. Yeah. Bring the crowds back. It was just weird. Shout out to Baylor. I was happy to see that Baylor won a national championship. So for those who forgot, yeah, cool. the Baylor Bears were national is champions. Is that won last year? Yeah. yeah okay. His boy. Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> hey, that's, that's what I'm calling him from now on. Yes, Davion Mitchell and the Baylor Bears won the national championship last year. They are a top 10 ranked team to start this year. So the tip-off happens tomorrow with the classics. You know, those tip-off classic games happen. And the marquee games are going to be, you've got number nine Duke with number 10 Kentucky. That would be like the game of the night but you've also got michigan state hosting number three kansas michigan state is unranked which they should be you hate tom Izzo. i just, mean just, with a just, passion just get it out i want to save it i'm going to save it for later in the year he's going to prove me right again so yeah. i'll save it all right this is overrated he always ends up in the elite eight or something though no <laughs> regardless of your hate no he doesn't always end up there no most of the times no he's in the mix a lot of people in the mix. Oh, man, all right. All right. All right. You ain't going to give him a chance. No. Continue. No, he's not. Rhode Island's in the mix. Here we go. Okay. All right. Nope. Nope. <laughs> not going to do it. Not going to do it. Number nine, Duke. Number 10, Kentucky. Real quick, top 10 preseason teams. Uh, let me go through the list. And I want to say, like, there's, a, there's somebody I'm like, I feel like he's getting slighted. And you guys are probably going to like to hear me say this. And I probably won't repeat it. So the top 10 is looking like Gonzaga leading the pack. They had the mm-hmm. most votes for the AP. They got 55 votes for first place. UCLA, Johnny Juzang. I'm super excited to see Johnny Juzang for another full season. Like that was a kid who got off in the tournament last year. 
for UCLA, and they ended up going on like that really good run. I thought he was going to go pro, and he ended up coming back. So, I like that. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was super excited to see Johnny be back. Kansas number three, as I already mentioned, Villanova is back at number four. Uh, they got Gillespie back. He ended up missing the back like the end of the year. Then he got hurt in their their conference tournament, so he's going to be back. Texas coming in at number five. Michigan number six. Pump, you'll like that. Yeah. Purdue at number seven. The Baylor Bears number eight. Duke number nine. Kentucky at number ten. Penny's floating around at number 12 with Memphis. Mm-hmm. They had a nice recruiting class. Mm-hmm. Florida State, number 20. That's where I was going. Yeah, man. So there's a, a lot of excitement coming out of Tallahassee mm-hmm. for Florida State men's basketball. Mm-hmm. You guys have developed better than almost anybody. You're recruiting at a really high level. And there's a lot of optimism coming out of the state's capital. Mm-hmm. I felt like 20 was a little low. I feel like I feel like Florida State for whatever reason never gets the appreciation like they should. I mean, I, I guess in a weird way, like we kind of just talked about Michigan State and Tom Izzo and the idea that Michigan State is always there and always competitive. When and realistically, they're kind of hit and miss mm-hmm. a lot of seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, cool. Last time did they Mateen Cleaves? Is that like the last time they won? No, not even once. <laughs> Draymond? Mateen Cleaves? Wow, bro. But, but That's the last Mateen Cleaves oh, reference of the year for sure. But for real, Leonard, like Leonard Hamilton has done a fantastic job in Tallahassee, and they are like legit always competitive in the tournament, whether it be Sweet 16, getting to Elite Eight, little Final Four appearance. Like they're, they're there. I don't know if they have that. If they ever have that star power to get them over, they're always a deep team. Well, then like, they go and get Scotty Barnes. Well, Scotty's gone. Oh, he's gone. Yeah, he's in Toronto now. Which oh, okay. He was giving James Harden that pressure yeah. the other night. Uh-huh. What did KDC like? This guy's eighteen. This guy's nineteen. <laughs> like super long, yeah. super athletic. He's still wearing the high socks. I didn't. I forgot the look. I don't know if he still has the high socks. Socks were always funky to yeah. me. But former five star recruit, mm-hmm. I believe. And they've got a couple more coming in, and like you said, Leonard Hamilton. He recruits size, first of all. Florida State's going to have one of the biggest teams in the country. And always have depth. And they play and that, tough D. And athleticism. Yeah. yeah. They're going to they're going to play defense first. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're going to let their athletes be athletes. And if you have a shooter, and I think that's the one thing he's missed, a, mm-hmm. a night-in, night-out elite score mm-hmm. where you can come down, give that guy the ball, go mm-hmm. get us a bucket. I think that's the only thing you can say – he hasn't had. Yeah, we. I don't think we've ever had that one guy that's just going to go in there and drop 25 a night. Nah. Right. Like, guarantee 25 and just take you through the tournament and everybody else do their part. It's and always I, been a team effort, like a complete mm-hmm. team. And I, think that's, and I think that's kind of what's held them back, especially when you get to the tournament. Because some games in that tournament, you need a guy you just, just, you just need put a the team on his back yeah. and go get a mellow. You but, need a, a KD. You need a, a Zion. But does that work, though? Because you, you see Baylor as a team and what they did. There wasn't one guy that took over. When Duke had Zion and R.J. Barrett, they didn't put the team on their back. They, they went out second round. Yeah, I was so, No, they went, they went. They didn't go deep. Final Four, Elite Eight. No, they didn't go deep. That yes, team didn't go deep. Absolutely, they did. You got to look that up. Yes, they did. did they go, I don't think that was the Final Four. Yeah, you're going, it was yeah. at least Elite Eight. They nah, went deep. We can pull that. But yeah, we, yeah, we can pull that up. There's never been a player that carried a team on their back to the to a championship. It's always Mello, been a team effort. Okay, that's rare. Um, KD didn't do it. No. Um, oh, I'm about to blank. 
come back to it. Yeah, we'll have to come back to it. Yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I think that Leonard, Leonard Hamilton does a great job of preaching team. But if you just have that one guy who, again, can just give you buckets every single night, yeah. then, yeah, I want to have that guy because the team is going to do their job regardless behind him. Like, cool, do your job and let this man drop 30 if he needs to. Yeah, I do feel like some of the, I, I think at some point you need somebody who says, I'm not going to let us lose this game. Mm-hmm. And so maybe it's not a, maybe he's not, you know, mellow Kevin Durant level score, but somebody on the, has, on the, on the team, any given night has to say, I'm not going to let us lose. Like Justice Winslow. Right. So on that Duke nights. team had yeah. like some games, it was Tyus Jones. And right. in the tournament, um, Grayson Allen yeah. had a random game like that. He's like, I'm just not going to let us lose this game. Yeah. In, I think with Tar Heels, we had Cole for a while. Like, Cole would get out there and like. Well, your I, last national championship team was was Johnson, uh, Cam Johnson, wasn't it? Yeah. He was the, at the three? Uh, yeah. But I'm saying, like, what, was it last, what, how many, two years ago? Like, Cole Anthony was that guy. Yeah. Cole's like, like some nights, nice. he's like, ball. I'm not right. letting us lose. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's the one thing that you guys haven't had and – you know, do you think uh, Florida State is not viewed as a basketball school, and that's kind of a detriment to why they're being overlooked in the rankings? Oh, I think is I think is you guys Leonard Hamilton recruits guys typically that aren't going to be one and dones, so the recruiting class isn't eye popping. Like when you look at the Duke team, like Duke is ranked top ten, and obviously the name, the brand, sure, they got Paolo Blanchero, who's arguably going to be a number one draft pick so off the rip and in basketball where one guy can literally if he's that guy he can swing a game he can he can dominate both sides of the floor you'll get a lot of hey we know he's going to be like that right we're assuming he's going to be like that and maybe they're looking at the florida state team and saying yeah well they're really deep yeah they're really well-rounded but Who's going to carry them when they need to get carried? And so maybe that's why, you know, they kind of get a knock in, in the rankings a little bit. But the thing about – I don't lose too much sleep. I wouldn't lose too much sleep if I was a Florida State basketball fan because Leonard and that team don't care. Yeah, I, I, I feel like it's a good spot I'm here to tell you right yeah. now. It's a good spot for We him. don't care. Yeah, I, I feel like every year this – like I don't think Florida State ever comes into the, the, the season ranked in the top ten. So and this then, is a plus. Yeah, and then somehow, yeah. somewhere, they always move up. They end up in the top 15 – Sometimes they creep them to the top 10 because they're consistent. And they always get into the tournament, and you don't want to. Like, Florida State's one of those teams you really don't want to play early. So they went Elite Eight, lost to Michigan State. I'm, I knew it. I'm like, we had went. And actually, we ended up losing that game because of foul trouble and missed free throws. Yeah. Anywho. Anywho. Yeah, we lost that game. We lost by one point. I remember being very. Hey, college basketball is back. And I, I very again, fun. I want to see Cameron. Be Cameron again. I want to see that. And this has come from a North Carolina fan. Yeah, and and, and it's, it it's it's selfish of me in a, in a weird way because again, I mean, people are still actually getting very sick, and people actually are still dying, and there's people Aaron Rodgers who don't want to <laughs> look out for other people. Liar. So you know, like I, I want to see Cameron be Cameron again, but uh, I don't want it to be at the expense of people's health. That's like the selfish part of sports. Yeah, you you don't want. Oh, I thought you had a question. We're tossing a bottle across the room. Per usual. All right, we got to keep rolling though. Again, we've got a ton of more things to talk about. Let's go ahead and switch over. We're going to get into our high school football because we got playoff playoffs playoffs playoffs. playoffs? 
Okay, we got playoffs happening across the state. We only care about the local teams. Mm-hmm. Run them. So we're going to go division, right? Yes, division. Division by division. Every Tampa Bay team that's in the playoff, and if you know somebody jumps off the page for you guys, feel free to buy. Yo. Okay? Pump. Victory Wait. Rock is not there this year. Have you been to a game this year? Yeah. Oof. You have? Yeah. Oof. You didn't tell us about it. What game you yeah. went to? I drove by it. <laughs> All right. Go ahead, go ahead. Moving on. Yeah. I live on you, 50, you, live you, 54. You still owe us two games. So are you coming to the game this week that we decide to go to? No, because he's not going to be here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, no. All right. He's running out of opportunities to Man. deliver on his he two promised. games. promised. Did I promise did. two? You, you did. In a possible. All of a sudden, he can't remember. Yeah, it was two and a P. I mean, I, Mr. P. Knuckles. <laughs> I mean, you call me out on it. We just did. <laughs> time to deliver. Yeah. You run out of time, Playboy. All right. I got time. Season ain't over. Playoffs. <laughs> 2A. Northside Christian. Actually, first seed. They got to buy first round. I actually know him well. I do the chain crew almost every other Friday for him. Wait, that's who you're doing the chain crew for? Yeah. Oh, really? They have an eighth grader at quarterback. Is he like that? He's like that. Really? But they're two-way, so it's really – they get a lot of teams that are first-year teams, a lot of freshman teams that come out of nowhere. So it'll be nice to see them against competition in the playoffs. All you can do is be who's in front of you. Right. True. I had no idea this was a safe yeah. school. And Mike Allstott's their coach. Get up. I actually knew that. My dad ran into him recently. Just fun fact. Interesting. He's got like an office – over on First Avenue, and they had a leak. And my dad went by and was like, "Yeah, you know, put some on the door." He's like, "Y'all got y'all got a water leak." And his son comes out, and his son's like, "Hey, you know, what's up?" And he's like, "Yeah, y'all got a leak." He's like, "Whoa, wait, wait uh, talk to my dad. My dad happens to be here." Guy pulled his head out, like, "Hey, what's going on?" My dad's like, "Mike Allstott." He was like, "Random, yeah." <laughs> he said they talked for like forty five minutes. That sounds like nice. a commercial. Yeah, just it does. Pops his head out. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! You're all pro Mike Allstott. <laughs> they always say <laughs> you're 2002 Super Bowl champion Mike Allstott. He's got yeah, a legit. solid team though. I'll, he offered nice. to take a pick with my dad and everything. Nice. Which nice. we learned that Wade Boggs is coaching Warden's baseball team. Really? Who knew? You love to see these professional yeah. players come back to the local teams that they play for. That's yes. awesome. 1986 World <laughs> Series champion Wade Boggs. <laughs> you're Wade Boggs. <laughs> Oh, man. Yeah, that's exactly how they go in the commercials. That's I, I got to just start like introducing people like that from now on. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got to keep rolling. So in the 3A, we've got a handful of teams. Berkeley Prep is a one seed. Shocker. I mean, yeah. you blow out Arch Manning on national TV, I think they kind of have to give you a one seed. Overrated, man. Yeah, I think mm. he's overrated. I mean, the Manning. So they got to buy. He's going to the league. The two seed is Clearwater Central Catholic. They also have a first round by. You've got now. This is, is going to be a really good matchup. I'm actually really hyped to see the results of this game. Tampa Catholic, who's a sixth seed, is playing at Carrollwood Day, who's a three seed. Now, isn't Tampa Catholic? Is that your squad? No, nah, they got smacked no. by Jesuit. Yeah, dude, what forty nine nothing? I think against yeah. Jesuit. Which Jesuit's on on another level. Which I'm coming back to that. In That's a second. what happens when you're one dimensional, though. And you're playing an elite team. A team who can take away that yeah. one dimension. Okay, you want to run the ball? Show me. Well, just, yeah. yeah. We're going to make you do something else. Right. And just couldn't do it. So, yeah. So, that's the 3A bunch. The 4A bunch is only one local team. Our beloved Lakewood Spartans. Hey, Spartans. Number one seed, first round bye. This is the year. 
Is it? Spartans! <laughs> tonight! Dying in hell! <laughs> Did you see that Chaminade Madonna score? I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to say this is the Miami, year. Bro. That's Miami talent. But you, to win a 4A state championship, you're going to have to be oh, a yeah, Miami yeah. team. I feel like last year was their, was their year. Woof. If so. What's holding them back? Because this is the first year in a while where we've had a quarterback. Didn't he finish like second or third in the state? He's kind of young, though. And, I, and I'm just assuming they scored one touchdown against Shamanah Madonna. And they gave up a lot. So the offense couldn't sustain drives At least I'm guessing Or they turned the ball over Honestly I didn't get a chance to see it It was in Miami I couldn't find a stream for it But Like like real deal though Because last year that that defense Like remember that defense Like didn't give up a point For like six weeks Last year (laughs) Again that's why I said I I think last year was their chance Yeah We'll we'll see That last year came and went Okay 5A, we've got Clearwater, who's a one seed. Now, I was a little surprised to see that because we actually went and saw Clearwater last season, and they were very unimpressive. They had a lot of size, though. I don't know. Something, maybe that size finally got some skill or something, but Clearwater, number one seed. Now, they don't get a bye. Once you get to 5A, there's so many teams, you don't get a bye first round. So Clearwater will actually be hosting Hudson, who's an eight seed. Mm. We also got Chamberlain over in Tampa. Who will be hosting Nature Coast Tech? Chamberlain's a four seed. They'll be hosting number five seed. If you got Gibbs going out to Zephyr Hills, shout, shout out, shout out to Gibbs, man. Shout out to Gibbs. You said before the show, shout out to Murph. Shout out to Murph. Shout he to turned Murph. that team around. I mean, of course, it's gonna take a Spartan to turn that team around. I mean, I mean, come on. It's a, it's almost like getting a a former band member from FAMU. You want to turn around your local high school band? Come on. Go get a band member who graduated from from FAMU. What's the last time they've been to the playoffs? Gibbs. Yeah. Sean King. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. No, it got to be Jarrell Young and. Uh... <laughs> I'm reaching. I'm reaching. Honestly, I don't know. I don't know. Hey man, shout out to the Sean King reference. Hey man, shout out to Sean. His record got broken recently. Somebody broke his record. I forget who it was. Calandre. Was it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's long live Sean King. And no, the kid from Clearwater. I think Calandre broke it first, then the oh, kid then from that Clearwater. Kid broke yeah. It again. Yeah. That's dope. And shout out to him and shout out to them. 6A, got a bunch of teams. So you got Jesuit, who's a one seed. They'll be hosting Bogey, who's an eight seed. First of all, yo, shout out to the local, the local yeah. rivalry teams. Yeah. Oh, Everybody oh. made the playoffs. Except St. Pete. Yeah. They're a work in progress. But they're good basketball school. They they're a basketball school now. So there's that. But yeah. Uh I I hope they can just nah. <laughs> somehow hang around with Jesuit. Jesuit is a nothing. monster. Sixty nothing. Jesuit is a monster. Uh, My goodness. Okay, so we're gonna set the over under for that game? No, it's it's sixty it. nothing. <laughs> so, yeah, go. so we're gonna set it at sixty one and a half. Wait, you going spread or you going with the over under? Yeah, I mean, I'm set the which spread. one? No, let's set, let's set the spread. The spread? Yeah. I if I'm setting the spread line, I'm setting it like thirty four and a half. All right, so let's just do points over under over under on total points. They won't have any in the points. game. Yeah, what's the line? What you setting it at? I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go with unk sixty one and a half. Sixty one and a half. Give me the under because they'll call it the dogs. 
the the other dogs are nice too. <laughs> <laughs> I would take the. I'm gonna take the. You'll under take the under on that. The, the puppies are nice. <laughs> Give me the over. The over. Give me the over. Come on. You're gonna put it on on bogey, man. They are, but we, we saw them. We saw them. Listen, I'm not gonna lie. Again, congratulations to every local team that made it. But it's a I'm, big deal. But I'm never gonna respect <laughs> Bogusiega High School, which is fine. Which is fine. So give me the over. Good grief, Charlie I'm Brown. I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah. And you also got a number the four seed Countryside hosting five seed Braden River. You got a two seed Pinellas Park. Man, that's the game. Bing, 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 bing. We're going to go see Pinellas Park. They're hosting seven seed Hillsboro. So we'll be in the stands for that. When is that game? Friday. Friday. This Friday? Yeah. I won't, yeah, yeah, I won't be here. Right, sorry. So we'll be there, checking that game out. That would be, I'm, I, I don't know what to expect. I don't know, I don't really know much of anything about either of these teams. Well, shout out to Young Dollar. He said there was a Unusual. receiver that transferred from. We didn't get the name. We got to no. get the name. But this is the receiver DB from Lakewood to Pinellas Park. No, to Hillsboro. Oh, to Hillsboro. That's what I thought. Okay, and then the Olympian is also in Hillsboro. Yes, Arian Knight. Arian Knight. So. Be a lot of fireworks. Yeah. Pinellas Parker two seed. That is throwing me off. I mean, they had Lawrence Toll Philly two years ago, so Touche. Touche. They turned it around. Well, well, let's see what they got now. Let's see. You've also got Northeast, who's a six seed, which I I know they're running the ball forty times a game. That's all (laughs) Northeast does. Wing wing, wing T still? (laughs) Forever. They've only ever run the ball. I hated playing them. I'm not covering one route. This is a Borg day as a DB. Well, they will be visiting a three-seed Sumner. It's a nice little bus ride out to Sumner. This this actually really is a nice little St. Pete spread here. Mm -hmm. I mean. Outside of St. Pete itself. And Dixie. (laughs) Dixie, Dixie, I don't know where they at. Yeah. Um, It's no longer Dixie. It's just Holland's High. They took the Dixie off. As well as Yeah. Uh, They also took off. They changed the mascot. from not the Rebels anymore? I don't think so. Because you realize he was like a, a confederate Just get rid soldier. of the whole school Okay I'm not going to say that Merge it with Lakewood Kids got to go somewhere yeah. Go to Lakewood Send them to Osceola It's too far Also not on this list Osceola? Yeah Seminola's St. Peter No they're not me. There's a Osceola out of Orlando Who made it nah, sure Not the right, local we're Moving one. on Okay That is it for 6A and 7A You've got That boy GG3 Tampa Bay Tech Who is a number one seed They will be hosting Largo Who is an eight seed I know nothing about Largo except for what's the name's little cousin is over there still, uh, isn't he? McCluster. Yeah, Dexter is, is, is his brother or his cousin? I can never remember. I think it's his cousin. His brother's at Florida State. Okay. So then there's his cousin who's yeah. over there at Largo playing running back and linebacker. All right, well. And shout out to Evan. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, hey, they yeah. Shout, out hey, shout out to Evan. Yeah, I'd like Greg to put up some. <laughs> oh, he's gonna, they lost their last game. They lost sixty-four to nothing. Yikes! So that's a field day. Yikes! Okay, I was low key on the fence, trying to going to push to go to that game, but go to Pinellas Park. Nah. You also got number seven Gaither, who's going to be visiting number a, a two seed Lehigh, and if you got a six seed Wharton, who'll be visiting a three seed Mitchell, and that rounds out. We don't have any eight A teams in St. Pete, which isn't surprising. Because, and I, I could be wrong, and I need to look it up because I've been saying it for a while. Pinellas County has more public high schools than Hillsborough County, and Hillsborough County is like twice the size. 
Their Makes schools sense. are just way bigger. Yeah, so, so hold on, isn't it like the like one A is the largest Smallest. school? I thought lar- I thought one A was like the huge. No, that's no, why he was saying that Northside Christians are two A. He's like they play other like first year teams. I and mean stuff. that. But that makes sense. Why? Why would we have eight A teams? We just don't. We could. I think Lakewood could, have, could get to that point. You could have. There's no, only, they're four A. Yeah, there's, there's only like twelve. You have to have a really, really large high school in terms of you have to combine. Yeah, schools. You have to combine. Yeah, like that's two what I'm schools. saying. Like I, I think my graduating class is only like four hundred people. Yeah, so that makes sense. So here's where county wise. So Pinellas County, we don't have. I don't think we have any eight A schools. I got it's a I got a hypothetical. Okay. What if you combined all the neighborhood school? What kind of team you think that would be? Monster teams. You'd have some elite programs competing nationally. I think so. Yes. I agree. I think so. You'd have like some of those Miami squads. Yes. And because the other thing is, they would they would also recruit other talent that could go to some of these other schools. They would now come to that school because they want to play for the better teams, which is what happens in Miami. I mean, you look at a kid like James Williams went to three different schools, and he was too good to be at the first school. Another school was like, hey, you need to come play mm-hmm. for us. And then a bigger school, American Heritage, is like, no, you really should be playing here. And he ends up at American Heritage. Gibbs and Lakewood would dominate. It's I really, take Gibbs bogey in Lakewood. I don't know I mean, if Gibbs a, is enough. I'm saying, like, like, like I mean, just, just regionally wise, like, Saint, I mean, Lakewood is like the furthest south, right? Yeah. Then you have St. Pete, I mean, uh, Gibbs. And then Bogey's kind of just out there close to, like, you're going to Gulfport at that point. It's, yeah, it's Gulfport. So, like, really, you're getting Child's Park, you're getting Bartlett Park, you're getting Bethel Heights, you're getting Jordan Park. Like, you get a lot of talent. Yeah, they, yeah y'all coming to Lakewood or Gibbs. It'll be some exciting football. Yeah. Tons Those teams up. will be elite. Those teams will be absolutely elite. Okay. We good at high school ball? Yeah. Yeah. Let's keep rolling. When you've been injured, you deserve help from an attorney that knows how to handle your injury claim. This is attorney Clinton Paris from the law office of Clinton Paris. For over a decade, I worked for insurance companies, and now I use that knowledge and experience to help people that have been injured. For a free consultation, call me, attorney Clinton Paris at 813-413-7924. That's 813-413-7924 or at parislawoffice.com. At the law office of Clinton Paris, we take the pain out of being hurt. Offices, Riverview. The Red Lady Rum Punch is Tampa Bay's Rum Punch, a premium blend of rum with island fruit juice and natural flavor. Perfect for any occasion, including just sipping on the beach. To find it near you, visit theredladypunch.com. Shake well, and please drink responsibly. In that case, let's get into our college football. Go Bulldogs! Yeah, Bulldogs! Not so fast, midget! Not so fast! That midget? Never like gets a, old. Well, no, <laughs> no, it doesn't get old. He's also looking like a genius these days. Well, oh yeah, yeah. Georgia is the only team that has looked dominant on the season, and I, me, Breeze, mm-hmm. on this very show, the Somebody Said podcast, I said that there was one and two, and there's a huge gap, and there was everybody else. I think I was wrong. Mm, okay. I think there's one. Mm-hmm. There's a gap, and there's everybody else. Semi gap, not a huge gap. It's a semi gap. It's not. It's not a. It's not a chasm. Gotcha. But there's a gap. Nice. Georgia's chasm. an NFL team at this point. That's an NFL defense for sure. Yeah. I'm still. On, I'm. Still, I don't have Georgia on the on the lineup because we're only going to talk about uh, upsets, teams that lost games and when they were supposed to win, ranked teams losing to unranked teams mostly, mm-hmm. some other teams that squeak by, and then we're we'll going to get into the, the Florida big three. Cool. So Georgia, real quick. That defense is phenomenal. Dominant. Just nasty. Scary. 
losing losing a huge piece right now with don't some matter. allegations, but still linebacker. But still, even still, dominant, filthy. Yeah. Plug another five star. <laughs> literally, <laughs> they literally just plug it's, in another five. And I, I tweeted a couple weeks ago that every every morning I wake up, another five star commits to Georgia. Oh yeah, it's, it's never ending. Oh yeah, and I was in a conversation today, and they said that, and I brought up, and I brought this up multiple times. The list. When Kirby Smart was offered the Georgia job, he said, yeah. I'll take it if you give me this list. And somebody responded to me, my, my man, uh, Jam, Kool-Aid, he was like, he wanted Alabama East. And I was like, and he got it. Hey. That's exactly what Georgia has given him. And he's running that program like, uh-huh. it's, like it's Alabama East. Imagine so if they get a quarterback. He just ain't got the rings yet. That's my one question. Do you trust that's in Bennett? No. Okay. It's, a, it's amazing what happens, by the way, just FYI, when a coach – Tells a program what he needs, and they actually follow through on it. That's a good point. I'm but, not going there. With but continue you. what you're I'm, saying. I'm not a, Jimbo. You trash. <laughs> Jimbo, Move, I, hate on. <laughs> I hate you. I hate you, Jimbo. <laughs> okay, there were eight ranked teams who lost. Mm-hmm. Only one of them lost to another ranked team. Parity. Maybe is it? Maybe is this what we wanted. Maybe, maybe. Okay. Real quick, teams that lost. Number three, Michigan State. Goodbye. There were nine Wake Forest who felt like they were being slighted. Dave Clawson. You feel like you get slighted and you come back the next week and you lose? Come on, man. Like, that's not how you get respect. Number 12, Baylor. Gone. Number 13, Auburn. Caveat. Auburn is the only ranked team who lost to another ranked team. They lost to? Damn you. The Fighting Jimbos. Fighting Jimbos. Number 14. 17, Mississippi State. 18, Kentucky. Shout out to the Colonel. Mm. 20, Minnesota. That boat was not rowing. They were actually up the <laughs> creek without a paddle. And 23, Fresno State, which at that point. Ain't nobody care. It goes, Pump, what do you always say it again? What's the point of having teams ranked that, that high? Who cares about top 25? You got to fill it out. Fill out the application nah, all the way. Nah. It's, Just it's stop to, it at 15. It's to sell media views. <laughs> hey, we got ranked team versus ranked team. Or, yeah, I'm good. Yeah, top that's 25. what it's there for. Nobody cares number 24 in the country. Okay. Are, are you all, of those teams that lost, mm-hmm. anything stand out to you? Any feelings about any of them? Obviously, you guys clearly don't care about 23 Fresno State. Nah. I feel like Michigan State is the is the one where it's like we thought, like, every, like Mel Tucker's been getting all types of praise, mm-hmm. and, and duly so. Mm-hmm. I think he deserves all that kind of praise. That man – Smashed the transfer portal as Coach 30 would say, he was in the air app, <laughs> linking up, getting mm-hmm. players, rehauled that whole roster pretty much. Mm-hmm. And you know, two weeks ago, Marks marches in Ann Arbor, yeah, gets a dub. What quarter did I text you guys? And I'm like, is Purdue about to do it again? Glad you I want to say third, maybe. I'm, I'm like, perhaps I mean, mm-hmm. the third, it's very interesting. So, here's the thing. Listen to another podcast, right? And they were talking about that game. And obviously, you know, that's the big one because Michigan State was in the they were in, they were in the college football playoff top four. Right. So as it stood, if the playoff started last week, they would have been a playoff team. I was listening to a podcast and they, and they were talking about that, right? And so to your point, what you're talking about is Purdue's already went into Iowa, beat number two Iowa. Mm-hmm. They've now beat number three Michigan State. Mm-hmm. When you look at Purdue, they are currently sitting at a record of six and three. Mm-hmm. Now, if you look at their schedule, out of a conference, they played Oregon State, beat them. Played UConn, which might as well be a, 
FCS team, and they played Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Let's say they swapped out Notre Dame with Wofford. They're sitting at seven and two right now. Mm-hmm. And just I'm, as good as a just as good as a lot of other yeah. programs that we think are having and, good seasons. And in all honesty, that Notre Dame loss was what 13-27? Notre Dame isn't like it's kind of like the argument with Cincy. Like them beating uh, uh, Notre Dame right now isn't a eh, it's not a great win because yeah. Notre Dame isn't having a good season anymore. Well, they're back in the top ten somehow because it's Notre Dame. But whatever. So I so in all honesty, is that a quote unquote Bad loss or good loss? They didn't get blown out by Notre Dame. No. On the road. I mean, if they're back in the top 10, it's it's a good loss. Quote, unquote. Quote, unquote. And so, so far, they've been the giant killers of the, of the season. Absolutely. But are, but are they really? Like, to me, at that point, it would be just like Penn State beating Ohio State, where both teams are highly ranked teams. Both teams are expected mm-hmm. to be competitive. Like, Purdue's not a bad team. I, for whatever reason, I'm, I mean, they've flown on the radar. Nobody really cares. They started out unranked. They they were ranked for a week. Lost a game that they probably shouldn't have lost. But literally, they're sending a, they're, they should be if they do if they did what a lot of teams do, which is all your out of conference games are cupcakes, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna play uh, middle of Georgia State and uh, southeastern Arkansas State County Community Rec League. University, and you just rack up easy wins. If they had done that, at worst they're sitting at seven and two. So, do you think they still have a chance to make the playoffs? Being that, oh god, no. being the way that this season's been going, I'm just <laughs> oh, saying. God, no. What Michigan what, State? State? Purdue, no, Purdue or Michigan State? Purdue, no, Purdue, no, no god, no, no god, oh, absolutely yeah, not. not Can you make an argument for them though? They no, beat, no, they, no. they beat the number two and the number no, eight team in the country. No, no, two and two and three, two and three. It beat no. two and three, but no, the answer is okay. no, and the answer is going to be no. And this goes back to my biggest issue with college football rankings. Why is there a preseason ranking? What does it do? Because we don't know what any of these teams are, right? right? So if you if all things equal, right, and let's say the rankings didn't come out to week six, and then Purdue beats number two or number three, we're like, hey, yo, Purdue must be a top ten team. I'm not mad with. I'm, I'm actually not mad with college football rankings. I am. I I'm, am the start of the season. I feel like I feel like you have to have some kind of order. Yeah. Why? Like, but the problem is, what is it based on? Is most of the time it's based on bias and perception. Yes. LSU was ranked to start the season. They were not a. But it's, it's not going to give. It's not. Like top, it's not going to give a Cincinnati a chance, though. But where are they ranked? LSU. Yeah. They were like top fifteen to start. They were like number 15, 16 to start the season. All right, fine. So certain teams are are there, but it's like all right, Alabama, who's ranked number one, technically shouldn't lose to Texas A and M. Who was ranked high and all of a sudden lost a couple games. Now they're back in there, based off of what though? So like, that's like, my point. So so to, no, no, I'm saying what? No no. So so to me, I feel like if you start off where clearly Georgia is great, right? Right. Oklahoma has a ton of talent. They're a really good team. Alabama clearly is a is a great team. Cincinnati had a great season. Ohio State has a great team. Certain things will play out. So you start off there. That's fine. Florida State doesn't need to be in the top twenty five. Right. And I think that's what that's My what I was going to say. Everything has sorted itself out, but it's like these top teams would get first dibs on the rankings once and it comes out. And that's My opposed issue. to a Cincinnati but when you start out being ranked in the top. It doesn't 10. start with every like that's the one thing with college sports that makes it different than professional sports. In professional sports, beginning of the year, actually every year, everything is made equal. Everybody has the same salary cap. 
Everybody's got the same. You can't. You can't do it. Schedules balanced. You could do it. You can't. They could. Not in college. No, they could. Oh, they could. Absolutely. To to your to your reasoning though, it's easier to start off from scratch with thirty two teams, not a hundred and how many ever in college. You know, Division One A or FCS, whatever it's called, Division One A, FBS. Sure, Division One A. It's easy. You can't you can't start off that way with one hundred fifteen teams and say, hey, everybody's equal. No, you and know then, who's going to get the first dibs on. Yeah. The so top now, 10. so now all of a sudden, if you have a Coastal Carolina that is twelve and zero. Oh yeah, they should play Alabama. They're better. No, they're not. But again, you, at the end of the day, and I'm not saying you never do rankings. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there are no rankings. I'm saying it shouldn't be before the season starts. A week because five. What, because what happens is you start getting teams who lose games, and we say, "Well, it was a good loss." Based on what? No. Another team see, but, that was ranked and shouldn't have been. But that's the that's problem. Garbage. But see, that's the problem to me. It's like it's like Alabama that that text that I sent you guys, right? Alabama losses don't count. Alabama's <laughs> losses do not count. Doesn't matter who they lose to, how much they lose by. Right. They always assume that. Well, you know what? It'll all figure itself out by the SEC championship. Because if they lose again, well, then fine. Yeah, you know what? You're right. They're out. And they always prove them right. Though. So can can you hold that a one loss Alabama, one a one loss against an Alabama to be, to team? To be honest, I was actually cool. I was I was never really a huge fan of the playoffs. I was cute. I was cool with the computer. Hey, like somebody said, it's not a playoff. It's an invitational. They got they got to expand it to really make. They it don't. A and they're inviting the finest girls to the party. Exactly. It's Every an invitational, time. and it's not a playoff because a playoff simply says who have the best records. In the NBA, who's got the best record? You got the best record? I don't care how you got it. You got it, you get in. How do we fix it? Just expand it. You got to get rid of the NCAA. Invite more girls. Nah, got to get rid of the NCAA is the only way. Because then they'll, they'll continue to show more bias. So Keep let's say you expand and we had that conversation. If you guys remember, we had that conversation. So let's say now you expand it to eight teams. Well, now they'll find other reasons to get a team who got no business being in there, being in there. Mississippi State was five and three and somehow found themselves at number 17. They started out unranked. They beat a couple teams who were, quote unquote, good. They were good wins. They ignored the bad losses and threw them in there. And of course, now they lose. And now whoever beat them, it was Arkansas, gets to say, we beat a ranked at Mississippi State. I get what you're saying. Based on what? So why can't the computer just pick the the playoff? I'm with you. Which is unbiased. Let the computer pick the top four. Let's move on. Just go back to the BCS, the BCS rankings, but just. Take the top eight teams. Give me the top. I'm cool with the top four. Cool. I don't think expanding is the answer because at least the, at, at least the computer was completely unbiased. You put you punch numbers in off a certain criteria and it spits something out. Give it you to have me. a bunch of people who are in a room who is really just there, and now all of a sudden, they, do you guys realize that certain media people, their only job is to cover the playoffs? It's yes. a show. Hey, absolutely, it's, and it's owned it's, by ESPN, and it's strictly for entertainment. So at that point, why isn't Cincinnati? In the playoffs? Because ESPN has bias to certain conferences. Right. And they're in bed with the SEC. They're going to look after the and SEC. Since he, and since he ain't fun to watch for whatever reason. I, I, like, I like what their watch. coach said, though. Did, did anybody in that room actually play football? No. Of course not. But again, Dude, but one all time of those they had people, Condoleezza Rice in there. But all of those people <laughs> worked at different schools. Who cares? All of them worked some. They, so the problem is they come in with bias. They walk in the, that computer. That computer didn't care who you were. There was no bias. So you think they went away from the computer because a lot of these big-time schools were getting left out? They went away from the computer because they felt like the computer ignored 
certain aspects of the game eye test was the biggest one. And there were certain things that I think the computer was kind of funky on. It was also weird when the computer was like, mm, well, these two teams, the computer says they're both equal, but we'll let this one go. And it's like, what? That's why when you look up certain teams, and I actually did it today for what we're going to talk about in a second, like unclaimed national titles. Mm-hmm. There were a bunch of teams that got unclaimed national titles because they didn't get to play in the national title game. Mm-hmm. Because the BCS said, well, so-and-so should get it in before you. I think it was a year where, it was one year where I think Penn State, Miami was supposed mm-hmm. to go, and Penn State ended up getting it. And it was like, based on what? And, you know, so honestly, I think the BCS wasn't the problem. It was just, you just need a playoff. So I'm cool. Let the computer choose the four. Yeah. However you feel like you want to make it six in the first two, get a bye, I'm fine with that too. I'm cool with that. I'm with it. But yeah. now this is this is broken and it's terrible. It's cornball. It's an invitation to stop calling it a playoff. Yeah. I stole that from somebody on Twitter. That's cool. At least you, at least you give people props for stealing their ideas. Because mm-hmm. there's somebody who listens to the show and they'll never give us our props. Never. There were also... I was going to call them out, but... <laughs> there were also five other schools who squeaked by... And when I say squeak by, they won by a single possession. There's five of them. The aforementioned Alabama at number two. Number five, Ohio State. Number six, Cincinnati. Number 22, Iowa. And number 24, the fighting Kawhi Leonard's, San Diego State. Alabama won by six against LSU. Mm-hmm. They were a play away from losing to a bad LSU team who knows their coach is getting fired. And that's when I go back to, I, on this show, said there was one and two, and there was a gap, 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 and it was everybody else. Alabama has now lost one to a then-unranked Texas A&M. They squeaked by Florida, who is now in com- a complete dumpster fire. And now they've squeaked by a bad LSU team at home in Bryant-Denny Stadium. Is <laughs> Alabama what we thought? That- go ahead. Let me ask you a question, because this is something I call out-of-town stupid, right? To where you and the three of us can talk heavy about Miami, Florida State. We can go in-depth. We can talk about the walk-ons that just came in yesterday, right? Mm -hmm. I look at a team like LSU. I look at a team like even Texas A&M. It seems like they have a lot of talent. Florida, we know, has has talent on that team. Yeah, Yeah, I think Florida's a very talented team. Now, for whatever reason, it'd be bad coaching, bad preparation, bad whatever. That team can't put it all together on the field consistently week after week. You hit the nail on the head. But none of us will say that they're not talented. We know that Florida State is not is not that talented, right? Mm, no. Nah. There's a reason why they're garbage. They're not very talented, right. right? Breeze, you can probably talk about Miami in depth, their talent, what they have, what they don't have, whether it be coaching, whatever, right? I can't really sit here and say that is LSU just really not are, are they the Florida State equivalent? Are they just not talented? Do they not have talent on that team? No, LSU no. has talent. L- so, oh yeah, oh, so, they got talent. Right. So again, so now at that point, to me, I feel like that's like one of those any given Sunday kind of situations. Like, yeah, on a week to week basis, do they have the coaching? Do they have the preparation to put that together for a full season? Or can they compete every week? With an Alabama, with a Georgia, with an Auburn, with a whoever at any time and beat them. I think LSU is suffering from players not buying in because year in, year out, they get top five, top 10 recruiting classes. I don't think they've been outside the top 10 in a while. So I think they're just living off the the LSU, the name, the name. Like, I just got to go to LSU. Like, at one point, 
Florida State. Players just went to Florida State because it was Florida State. They didn't want to grind anymore. So I think that's what they're going through. But a game like Alabama or Florida, you're going to get up for. Mm -hmm. And they've got the Jimmys and the Joes just like Alabama does. Certain games you get up for. You may not get up for a Kentucky or a Vanderbilt or whoever else in the SEC. but Especially if you know you're not going nowhere. Right. But I feel like LSU always plays Bama tough. Now, as far as worrying about Bama moving forward, I find it hard to not believe in Nick Saban when it comes down to money's on the table. Give me this amount of weeks to prepare for an an opponent. Give me Nick Saban. Right. I'm taking Nick Saban. But the the, so then the question becomes, because to your point, right, both teams have equal talent at, you know, at worst. Right. right? Maybe Alabama has a slight edge. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe maybe the quarterback's a little bit better. Right. Mm -hmm. Maybe they got a left tackle who's about to be a top 10 pick. Sure. That then says, did Nick Saban not do his job? Because those kids either, because if the talent's equal, they should have the advantage in the preparation and the leadership aspect, right? Mm-hmm. Right? Nick Saban, we, we, we've all hands down said he's the GOAT, mm-hmm. college football. College football, I always say, one of the most important pieces of college football, which makes it much harder than pro football, is you got to get 18, 19, 20-year-old kids focused every single week to perform the exact same way every single week. Professional guys, it's their job. It's their livelihoods. Families depending on it right. versus college kids. Alabama has no business being in a dogfight with LSU. I'm just going to say it. They were held to six total rushing yards, including sacks. They had 22 sack yards. So even take the sack yards out, 28 rushing yards. An Alabama coach team with that much talent, this deep into a season, that is a bad showing. I can't put that on Nick Saban, though, because you even said it yourself. He got them up for Mercer. And I think that was week two or three. So, so then based, what's the problem? No, based what on happened his, I'm saying based on his reputation, I'm not going to hold out against him. Sometimes you got to look at the players. Are they buying in or, or are they just going into week to week? We're Bama. We're going to win this regardless. But that Somebody's going to show up. But that has to go back to him. If he got them up for Mercer, I'm sure he tried to, to get them up, up for LSU. Up for LSU. I, so... So I guess in a way for me, that goes to where, you know, we talk about sometimes the guy that you hate. We Jimbo? Can, Florida State could be down 18 at the half. We saw that in the national championship game, right? What's Jimbo going to do? He'll make, make adjustments. adjustments and figure it out, right? I feel like in those games, well, yeah, should we be in this dog fire? Are you guys just, just dogging it right now? What are y'all doing? At that point, I trust my coach to put these guys in in the best situation possible. Even if you see like, all right, he ain't got it, he ain't got it, he ain't got it. Let's do this. But you know the difference is Jimbo is actually a hands-on coach where he's making Mm -hmm. the adjustment. Mm -hmm. Nick Saban just puts coaches in position. Now, Mm -hmm. are those coaches letting him down? Because he's hard on his coaches first, then his players. Exactly. He doesn't really get hands-on with adjustments. So, so again, so at that point, I feel like Nick Saban is going to put everybody. That man is the ultimate CEO. Right, he puts everybody where they should be. So if he sees like, all right, y'all really gonna want to lose this game today. All right, do this, do this. You tell them to do this, and I I will trust Nick Saban in those games to not lose those games because Nick Saban is their coach. Okay, and, and maybe that's why they won. Maybe and any other coach loses and it that shouldn't game. Be, again, it, to your point, it shouldn't be that close. Right, we think because we're Alabama, but again, talent for talent. 
I know that quarterback, yes, Alabama has the best quarterback. Is that defense? Court safeties, corners, are are they really that much more talented, Alabama? Two first round picks. Which LSU also is missing their best people. They were they're like these are so, so backups playing for LSU. But but to your point, if you if you have top ten recruiting classes, those guys are still good. I have good experienced guys. You have just good guys, and and the guy and I don't know. And I could mm-hmm. be reading too much. I, but if if I'm an Alabama fan, I'm I'm very frustrated with that game. Oh yeah, I'm, I'm mad. Like, oh yeah, yeah I'm mad at it because we should stomp them. They're already spoiled be. anyway, so I, we, we know they're frustrated. <laughs> oh, they're they're yeah. hot. I'm sure. Yeah, we got to keep rolling though. It is FSU Miami week. It is. Oh, 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 oh. that last note. <laughs> All I ask, come back in here next Monday with that same energy. No, 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 Same energy Monday. I'm always the same. Come back with that same energy. You always the same. You feel you sound real confident. I am. And, and I don't care. I don't care that Vegas said the line is two and a half. Hey, don't care. Tell me about this quarterback y'all got. I haven't been watching them. Okay, come, can I come right? Can I come, come right back to it? Yeah, yeah. All right, I, I, I want to set the terrible the, nickname. I want to set the stage. What for, is it? RVD or something like? His his initials TVD. I want to set the stage for the people who don't understand like why this is such a big game. Mm. Mm. To me, this is a top three college football rivalry in the in the modern era all time agreed since 1980 this game has produced eight national champions mm-hmm. I, and i didn't look it up and somebody wants to look it up and get back to me i'd be willing to bet maybe only the iron bowl has more and that's only because nick saban and alabama are a dynasty mm-hmm. what other college football rival you want to look at red river Oklahoma, Texas. You want to look at Michigan, Ohio State. Michigan, Ohio State. You want to look at Michigan, Michigan State. Ohio State, Penn State. You want to go out west. Whoever, right? Georgia, Florida. No. Eight national champions since 1980. Mm-hmm. 245 NFL players. And how many Hall of Famers? 1,700 Hall of Famers. <laughs> so again, Top three college football rivalry. This game, these, we're talking about two teams that I'll debate us all time. The best all time, all time. I think Nick Saban has made the Iron Bowl. That's one man though. His, yeah, his but his winning, and then you get you throw the Cam Newton season in there. It's Come like on. Iron Bowl. Come, on. you're throwing names out like Ray Lewis, Ed Reed, Deion Sanders, Peter Warwick. I hear you. You can't name one other Auburn team that's been that good. Come on, the Nick Marshall team. You can't name two other teams. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, wait, wait. We went from Cam Newton to, to Nick, Nick Marshall. Marshall. They went to a national championship. Hey, they didn't win. I, thanks to you guys. I had to leave Again. back to my new chair. <laughs> Shout out to HR for giving you your, new, ch- your new chair, but a.k.a. It, pump. But again, who they lose to? Somebody who's in the greatest rivalry of all time. You make a good point. And the Heisman Trophy winner. And the Heisman Trophy. I thought it was hilarious that last week, Miami was sitting at four and four. Mm-hmm. You guys were sitting. I, I don't honestly. I don't remember. Three and four, maybe. Three and four, maybe three and five or something like that. And, yeah. And Below it went on a six day media hold. Mm-hmm. Like you're talking about two one team that's five hundred, one team is sub five, mm-hmm. fight for their lives, and the media <laughs> says, "You know what? We might want to put that in prime time." That is the definition of logo holds weight. I don't pull that out very often. I think it's just a dumb. 
made up Twitter argument mm-hmm. that, you know, big three fans throw at each other, oh, logo holds weight, whatever, whatever. No, that actually to me is a definition of logo holds weight where you got two teams who really aren't competing for anything. Simply just pride and you know, just care because Bragging a lot of rights. these kids, yeah, these a lot of these kids came from the same places, a lot of the same neighborhoods. Literally, there's this game doesn't mean anything on the national the national stage. Mm-hmm. And yet the media says we might put that in prime time. It's like now, you said, it don't mean nothing on a national scale, but it means everything to us. It does. <laughs> and in in those the logos, when those teams play, people want to watch. Because mm-hmm. usually they're good games. So in terms of setting the full stage, this is the 66th meeting. All-time series, Miami's up 35-30. Longest win streak belongs to Florida State twice, 63-72. to 72. You guys won seven straight. And in 2010 to 2016, you won seven straight. Seven years of slave. <laughs> yes, that's kind of what it feels like. Currently, though, yep, yep, mm-hmm. yep. we're riding a nice little high. Mm-hmm. I got a four-game win streak under my belt. Mm-hmm. Four different quarterbacks is just a, a funny sidebar to that streak. And to your earlier question, yes, I am feeling quite confident. And to which is closely related to your question about the quarterback. So, obviously, you know, we just talked about Alabama, LSU, and one of the first things we were talking about in terms of roster differential is who's got the quarterback advantage. And I, I think Jordan Travis is an elite athlete. I really do. Yes, he is. The brute. I think he does. He himself is the reason you guys have any wins. Like, Hey, Money Mike should thank him for everything. He Money Mike owes that kid some real bread. Like, when he graduates – like he should shoot him some. It's almost like Willie Taggart and Quentin Flowers at USF. Mm. Like, because if it wasn't for him, it could be ugly. Like Jordan Travis is just making plays. Mm-hmm. He's out there running for him for his life and making plays. Now the running backs are doing their job too. I think you guys, your running backs are, are pretty decent too. Mm-hmm. Jordan Travis, man, O line is better, but Getting still there. not world beaters by any means. No receivers are spotty. At best. At best. Like McLean, you know, he makes some plays here and there, but wet bond the years, freshman. True so freshman. so at that point, you know, Jordan Travis, I don't think he's getting enough credit. And that's the last good thing I'm about to say about Florida State. I'll get that out the way. That's cool. I like it. Tyler's hot. And I don't know if it's sustainable. I don't know if he can do this for a full season. Because I haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. He's averaging three hundred plus yards a game. Mm-hmm. He should be over four. If it wasn't for the drops that we had seven wide receiver drops this past week. And those drops, I think somebody said would have counted for like another 120 yards. So he'd be over 400 yards a game. He's averaging over three touchdowns, which you get rid of the drops, sustain drives longer. Maybe he throws another touchdown. And so he's hot. And so what did you nickname him off air? (laughs) So what did the Nick? So he's actually got a couple of nicknames. His name is Tyler Van Dyke. Shout out to the Dick Van Dyke show. Oh, good. Great show. He himself actually goes by TVD. Mm-hmm. Now, I think the players are calling him TV Dinner because he heats up quick. Sure. <laughs> I call him Tyler Van Dines. <laughs> the kid is the kid has been throwing dives everywhere. Like, you know, his honestly, he has been a one of the most pleasant surprises. I think on, early in the year, you asked about James Williams. You asked about Leonard Taylor, two five-star recruits. You're like, hey, you got to get them boys on the field. I even asked about Jake Garcia. You even asked about Jake. Jake's hurt, so Jake's not getting burned. But then Tyler's lighting it up. So even going into next year, I don't know if Jake is the guy because Tyler is hooping. And so going into this Florida State game, my biggest 
my thing for Florida State is if Tyler's going to play like that, can you guys score enough to keep up with it? The thing I'm afraid of about of him, he doesn't turn the ball over yeah. at all. And he pushes the ball down. He looks to push the ball down the field. And Pump, you could attest to this. We don't have DBs that like to play the ball when it's in the air. They could be in good position, but they're not going to turn their head. What, oh, I was going to say, what does that even mean? They're not going to turn their head and make a play on it, Travis J. Ever. You'll be in good position, but you won't make a play on it. And that's one thing that Tyler does well. He pushes the ball down the field. And he's going to make you make plays on defense. He's not just going to hand you turnovers. Right? Yeah. And that's what I'm concerned about. So... Early on, I thought you guys were scared when Derrick King went down. What's next at quarterback? And now this guy comes on. Oh, we were. Like, oh, we were. But y'all, y'all was quiet. Ooh, I <laughs> For mean, a second, I, I, I tell second. you, I'm scared. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna say I'm scared. We, we, can, we can feel the temperature, but he's kind of he's kind of settled. I, I noticed he's kind of settled the fan base at, yeah. at least at the quarterback position. Yeah. And mm. Mallory, he hasn't played well this year. I feel like this is a game where he could come on. And the, I think the the other big thing to go I I, I didn't want to cut you off. The other thing that Mallory has developed, which I mean, you look at all levels of football. If you can do this, it often means really good things for your offense. Him and Charleston Rambo seem to have developed this chemistry. Rambo went for over two hundred yards this past week. He's averaging over hundred yards catching like a game for the last three games. Mm-hmm. Really, since Tyler really got it going. I mean, Tyler's only played four games. Which is the crazy thing. The first game and the offensive coordinator said he's like, I called it very vanilla. Yeah. He's like, I didn't know how much he could handle. And then they got down. That was the Virginia game. They got down. And he had to just let him go. And he played really good. And since then, he's just been putting up points. So hitting that Rambo, that relationship he's got with Rambo that's been going. If you got a guy where it's like chips are down, I gotta get the ball to somebody, mm. Rambo's become his guy and they've they've developed a nice little rhythm. And so, you know. But again, if I'm going into this game, I'm like, well, who's who's guard Rambo? You know, you know what? In, in all honesty, for me, I I think that if if I had to if I had to point out, you know, one or two keys that I'm looking for in this game to say that Florida State would have a chance, I need. I mean, the most consistent thing on defense for us has been that D line. Yes, yeah, solid. That pass rush, we need we need little, little number eleven to get in there and do what he does. Cause he's, that's like one of the best transfer portal, <laughs> like hey, finds. Keir Thomas ever. is having no, a, I, a, a hell of a year. I think by far he's the best yes. that you guys have ever gotten so, out of. So to me, it's like if, if if you if we can if we can speed him up and make him throw the ball. I, to me, I think that's what any quarterback. Yeah. Right. Don't give him time, rush him, and then at that point you don't have to put our DBs. Who again, I I enjoy the fact that they do have short memories, like. Jay and Dent will get burnt. They'll get beat. They'll and then they'll come right back and make a great play. They won't make an interception, but they'll just make a good play, right? So right. if we if we don't have to put them on an island, um, if 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 Gainer actually plays a consistent game, like because he'll play an, an amazing first quarter and a half, they're playing spurts, and then all of a sudden haven't seen thirty three for the rest of the game, right? If we can actually get pressure consistently on him i like what we can do on defense my, my only issue is on is that run game because to me it's like if, if i mean the the offense if they can if they commit to the run game and maybe since this game isn't a huge 
you know, playing a ranked team kind of game, maybe Jordan Travis won't be afraid to run the ball <laughs> when nobody's open and stop trying to be a passer because you're not. Just run the ball. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's going to start up front with the D-line. Um, we, we never blitz. Mm-hmm. So if they don't get pressure, we're leaving our DBs out there to cover forever. Mm-hmm. And we don't have those kind of guys. My mm-hmm. favorite DB is uh, Kevin Knowles. He's only a true freshman. Mm-hmm. Reminds me of Asante Sam- Samuels Jr., but he's not going to cover our Rambo. Mm-hmm. He's, yeah. he's just not. So if we don't get pressure up front, it could be a long day in that secondary. Mm-hmm. On the offensive side, I think we could hold up with the D- your D-line, but we're going to have to start with the running game. we got a three-headed monster. Um, Jay Sean Corbin, uh, Lawrence Toa Philly. And Ward. And Ward. Treshawn Ward, who I think is the best back. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to pound the rock first. Our receivers, it's hit or miss. Most likely miss. <laughs> our passing game, period, is hit or miss. So it, it's going to come down offensively to Jordan Travis in that running game. Yeah. Miami's just going to force us to uh, throw the ball. And that's what I was going to say. Manny, Manny's calling card as a defensive coordinator is to come out and try to take away what you want to do most. And he'll commit to that. The, the good thing is that he may be able to take that away. The problem where he's gotten bitten is teams who are like, okay, so we'll just beat you this way. Mm-hmm. Right now, I think I mentioned that before. North Carolina last year, he came out, he's like, we're going to take away the pass. They ran for 1,000 a, a yards in a, in a single game. Mm-hmm. Right? So I think he, the, the game plan, I'm sure, is going to be take away the run game mm-hmm. or, and especially take away the Jordan Travis run. Because and they and they did an okay job against uh, this week. And I was kind of glad we got to play Georgia Tech before we played you guys because that's Jeff Sims' game. He wants to break containment. He wants to get in the open field. He wants to make guys miss and, and gash you like that on design pass plays. And schematically, Manny did a lot of stuff to just keep him in the pocket. Where it's like, no, we're not going to let you take off for thirty yards. Right. And so I think that was good. I don't think he's as dynamic as Jordan Travis right. though. But I think that was a good opportunity for that defense to start getting their mind wrapped around containment as opposed to just trying to pin your ears back. Because right. as soon as he makes one guy miss, he's got the speed. Yeah. That's 20 yards, like yeah. guaranteed, right? I mean, so I think that's, that's going to be the interesting thing to see. Can Manny limit that run game and get Jordan Travis into some third and longs? And in the third and long, he's going to put James Williams as a spot. Say, all right, Jordan mm-hmm. Travis, I'm going to put my 6'5", 220 safety like and make guy. you beat him in open mm-hmm. speed, in open field. I like that guy. So at that point, predictions? Miami comfortably. Score? Uh, Got to. I don't like doing score predictions. Give me 31-17. Mm-hmm. Well, well, we'll all be there. For everyone that's listening, mm-hmm. I think I think it's going to be a, a different energy in the dope because it's just Miami's coming to town, and this is Mike Norvell's first game actually coaching against, <laughs> against Miami. Yeah. So he's going to get those guys up. It's a rivalry game. I'm tossing last year's game out the window. That just doesn't happen in this in this rivalry mm-hmm. consistently. So I'm gonna go 17-21 Florida State. Okay. Okay. Pump. Cool with that. Oof. Uh, again, but yeah, everything everything that I have is predicated on run game and defense. So I don't, I'm not looking at a big score. So seventeen twenty four state. 
if you hold Tyler under 21 points, you deserve to win. If y'all hold that offense, Jalen Knighton also went for a buck sixty last week. I love, I love how like you're like, yeah, Bill you, Tyler under twenty one points, like like he's Michael Jordan, like it's four games in. It's college football, man, and your defense hasn't been great. Hey. You know how I feel about y'all. Know how I feel about Adam yeah. Fuller. He's hot. He's if, hot. If Adam Fuller keeps this offense under twenty one points or twenty one and below, mm-hmm. you deserve to win the game. Hey, man. To shoot, and you will, and you probably will. To shoot, final point. To shoot, Adam, Adam Fuller some bail. He's been coaching way better than last year. I know. You, you haven't probably haven't been paying attention, but oh no, just, I, I watch our games. He's had players in position. It's just players making plays. So I mean, still giving up points, which, which, is, which is cool. It goes back to either you coaching or you're allowing it. Go nose, <laughs> go nose. I have a theory about Florida State fans in the Miami game, but we'll, we'll save it. We'll take that off air. I'm, I'm interested because we got to close the book. We got to close the book on college football, and we have to do it by talking Did about. You? What did we talk about the Gators? No, that's what I'm saying. This is oh. how we're going to close it. We got, we got, we we always save them for last, and it's certainly not because they're the best. I'm cool with that. It's because we almost just rather not even talk about them. Florida Gators are in shambles. Like that program right now is just in shambles, and they came into the season feeling real good about themselves. Like mm-hmm. before the when we get to the end of the year, I'm going to go back and I'm going to do I'm gonna create a clip of just sound bites from our preview shows. That'd be dope. And we're gonna have to review everything everybody talked about. All the cap, hey, man. <laughs> stop, stop, stop the cap, stop the cap, and bring it back on. I'm with that too. Yeah. So, Florida, Florida currently has one of the like the last ten games has one of the worst records. I think they're two and eight in their last ten games or something like that. Something crazy. Like I think that's their last like ten FBS games. Some crazy number. They just got demolished on the road at South Carolina. And this is the one thing that has happened to their program that I haven't seen with the other two coaches, the other two current coaches with Miami and Florida State. That team has seemingly quit on Dan Mullen. They have, they have quit on that guy. Florida State, you guys you know, had a rough season last year. You've had a rough few seasons. And even this year, right, you're, you're sitting at three wins. You need to win out to get a bowl game. Nobody's questioning if those players are still fighting every week. Yeah. Like every week you look at like, yo, those guys are trying to win ball games. Florida rolled over and showed their belly to the Gamecocks last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Even Manny, who's AD, came out and essentially said, you lose a game, you're fired. Remember the Titan style. Right. Lose a game, they'll get rid of you, coach. <laughs> <laughs> and the players kept fighting for him. He's had yeah. the bench starters, seniors, guys transferring out. But everybody on that field is fighting. The Gators can't say that. And at that point, I think he has a go. Now, we record on a Monday. Thankfully, we don't record on Saturdays or Sundays because we wouldn't be able to throw in this piece. Dan Mullen just fired his offense, his O-line coach and his defensive coordinator, which assuredly means About some time. he'll be back next season. That's a tough spot to be in as a Gator fan because I'm cool with it. I, I would want him out. I think that was the ace in the hole for Dan Mullen. That's the that's his last straw. I got to fire yeah. these two guys to save buy some time. Granted, he's coming off an SEC championship that he lost, hmm. but he's been he's been stubborn at, at times in the season. You start Emory Jones, you you know the better quarterbacks behind him it didn't make a difference anyways, and essentially you've lost the the quarterback room. You can't go on these recruiting trips and do these dances that's gonna mm. out recruit Georgia. <laughs> hey, that. That, uh, so that, the, 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 the gift of, of 
some old boy doing the gritty. <laughs> yeah, the old dude in the grocery <laughs> store. <laughs> that's that's dirty Dan right there. I'm cu- I'm curious. Now, like we know where Miami's eighty stands. I think that I think we've kind of talked about Florida State. First of all, Mike Norvell's not getting paid that much anyway, so like he's not getting the bag like the Willie bag. And I think that they're not gonna fire Norvell. I think, and again, I don't think this team has quit on Mike Norvell yet. I think they mm-hmm. believe in him. Right? Does the AD? Does the administration actually still believe in Dan Mullen? No. But here's the thing, <clears throat> and I've watched Miami go through enough coaching cycles to know that. There are three stages to a coach being fired. <laughs> lay them out, out, lay them out, lay them out. Man, I, apparently I have more spare time than I like to think I do. There are stages. It's almost like when you die. There's like certain stages of death, okay. like when a person like quote unquote dies. Let me pour some red lady, please. So the three, there are three stages, right? <laughs> the first stage is the fan base turns on you. Once the fan base turns on you, that is like that is the the. I just caught that. <laughs> when the fan base turns on you, that's stage one, right? Because what happens is the fan base, now that infiltrates the board of trustees, it infiltrates the admins, and now he's getting questions by his friends and his buddies at the country club. Stage one. What a coach does then, if you can't, because you can get out of stage one. You got to win ball games. All right. So you're still alive. You're not done yet. Stage two is, because if you don't start winning ball games after stage one, it was there at that point. They're stage two now. A coach, a college coach can extend his tenure by firing the quote unquote problems on the staff. Mm-hmm. Right? We saw Willie got when he hired the offensive coordinator. He was calling plays, right? He goes and hires the offensive coordinator. So he quote unquote fixed the offensive coordinator issue. Right? Manny Diaz, first year, offensive coordinator was terrible. Let me fire him. He's the problem. And then the admin say, oh, okay, you got rid of the problem. Everything will be good now. That's stage two. Now, again, you can get out of stage two. Mm-hmm. You just got to win ball games. Mm-hmm. The good thing for Dan is stage two will now go over to the next season because he won't get to replace those guys until the summer. So he'll get next season to still fix stage two. Stage three is pink slips. Now you're looking for a job. You're hoping I can use you as a reference at my job. Yeah. <laughs> this, this, this whole analogy I was thinking about, like the cartoons – when they're in the boat and like they're plugging one hole mm-hmm. and all of a sudden they stick their toe in the next hole mm-hmm. and like they're pretty much playing what's what's the what's the game twister, twister. <laughs> pretty much all right that's pretty much just happened so dan just bought himself more time mm-hmm. by firing grantham and by firing his o-line coach hevesy i think his name is the problem is dan hasn't fixed the biggest issue what's that it's dan <laughs> Dan well, doesn't – he wants to coach in the NFL, which is obvious at this point. To shoot him some bail, he, he's had a winning record. He's put that team in the position to go to a national championship. He hasn't gotten over the hump. And when? I think, I think, I think when was the, that? Last year. They lost four games. That was a four – that was a – They that, went to the – well, they went to the SEC championship. They lost four games. Still, you went to an SEC championship. That means something. That was his best shot. And yeah. he's, he's 33 and 14 at Florida, so it's not like he's, he's super bad – he may not be a head coach. He's mm-hmm. just probably an offensive mm-hmm. coordinator that's a head coach. But at the same time, I think Georgia being so good in, in their trajectory is putting a lot of pressure on the AD at Florida. But that's but that's always going to be the problem. You, If nothing else, even if Georgia was still a middling team, which Georgia hasn't been middling 
for most of our lifetime. You're always chasing Alabama. Mm-hmm. And you need to always be showing progress. So Dan came out last year, which I believe was season three, and he had a Heisman caliber quarterback. He had a generational talent in Kyle Pitts. You lost four games. And you hid behind that at the end of the season after getting blown out in the Sugar Bowl. You hid behind and said, well, we're our season ended at the, at the conference championship game. Mm-hmm. What? Did you mm-hmm. fix your mouth to say that on national TV in front of a bunch of boosters who just shoveled out thousands of dollars yeah. for mean, your program? Yeah. But that's a slap in the face. And he doesn't care about recruiting. Somebody else made the point. Florida State's down. Miami's down. He should be cleaning up he's in the o- state of he's Florida. He's only been there three yeah. years, though. But the funny in part, college football, that's three what, years that's is, a, is, is the, is the, the lifetime. lifetime. That is a yes. lifetime. But, but again, like to that point, I can't look at any of these Florida teams and say, oh, man, you know, they they haven't really been that talented. Oh, dude, again, generational talent, Kyle Pitts. Yeah. <laughs> you had a Heisman caliber quarterback. When's the last Heisman caliber quarterback Florida State had? But Jameis Winston, who won a national championship. And that was almost a decade ago. <laughs> so, so, again, like, he's got the talent. Had. So, past tense. No, no, no. I'm, I'm saying Dan has had the talent. Oh, Correct. So you're not doing anything with said talent. You're losing four games. And again, the SEC, we all know the SEC is not top to bottom dominant. Right. Yes. Alabama's great. Georgia's really good. LSU has has a couple seasons where they're just dominant. But if you're not playing those guys, why are you losing four games? He's he's four and five. He's currently four and five. And Kentucky's got a chokehold on him. And he just got smoked by South Carolina. The ghost ghost of Jared Lorenzen is going around that room. It's like he can't look past Georgia anymore to Alabama. Mm Because Georgia's in your conference. Kentucky is at this point. Or your division. You can't look past Kentucky to Alabama anymore. So, So again. That pressure. That's why he's on the hot seat. And Florida fans are done with him. And I don't blame him. I'm not mad. He doesn't recruit well. He clearly wants to go to the NFL. He's just stuck at Florida. The NFL ain't calling now, especially now. No. So now he's, he's really losing players now. Man, listen, if, if anything to give Florida a setback, I'm cool with it. Take off them Walmart slacks and them Jordans, bro. Stop t- <laughs> tell your wife stop kissing these players, too. Stop kissing the players. <laughs> I mean, they might argue against All them. right, guys, we, we got to go to the NFL. Let's do it. Bring it in. Strum that violin. Oh my goodness. Where's the face? I don't think the face has been there. <laughs> I swear, listen, one day we, 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 go we have to record, oh we have to record him doing this. Did you add the face? I felt it that time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, like, like. It's, it's kind of like, like when you're dancing. Like, if you don't make a good, like, ugly face, you're not dancing that hard. Yeah, yeah. Same okay. thing. You're it's not like, playing that air violin hard. <laughs> it's like James working out. <laughs> it's always a face. There's always a face with James working out. <sighs> okay, out James. All right, me. Let me yeah. pull myself back. Yeah, get get well soon, Jay Wu. Yeah, man. All right, NFL. Mm-hmm. We're gonna do games in a week. Weird week. We're gonna get back to that. It, very weird week. I 
ask you guys about the the Bills off air. I'm mm-hmm. assuming nobody's gonna call out the Bills as their it's obvious game yeah, of the week. Nah. <laughs> uh, Josh Allen just being funky. I might win a fantasy league game with 46 points against the Taliban's. The Taliban's, whoever that is. One of my one of my groomsmen. One of you guys. Yeah, okay. Play ball with him. Listen, 46 okay. points. <laughs> Strong 46. So you playing spades and a jack walks. Come on. That's a mean jack. Come on, man. That's a bad jack. Uh, also, the Bengals mm-hmm. getting smoked by the Browns. And again, I don't want to start calling out too many games. I don't know where you guys are going with your your games of the yeah. week. But yeah, no, am that. I am I good to just no, call you out? Good. Bengals got smoked by the Browns. Apparently, all of a all of a sudden, that defense woke up. But yeah, but uh, Bayou Joe, mm-hmm. Broadway Joe. Mm-hmm. Saint it's just not there. Him, him and him and Chase, that money just yeah, bad called game. out Chase. Yeah. Were we too early on him? No. It's two it's two games. Yeah. It's, it's two games. Give two him a couple games. games. Okay. Yeah. Again, if he if he has a six week stretch of him just being bad, then yes, let's call him out. He Frank told me there was no figuring him out. He dropped a touchdown. There's there's That's a, on him. there's a jab at Frank for the week. That wasn't a good jab. Gators suck. <laughs> there it is. Okay. All right. Jab at Frank, CW, Eli, and everybody. All of them. In the entire county. Right. Everybody. The whole Alachua County just took a jab. But they're the ones that listen to the show the most. That's the crazy thing. No, they're, they're actually really supportive. Yeah. We appreciate you guys. Love appreciate you. Love you. Okay. Who wants to crack us open? Game of the week. Oh, go for it. Uh, Rams, Titans. Everybody's so saying the Rams, they're the best team in the league. Mm hmm. They've got a great offense, solid running game, even with Cam Akers out. Henderson has been holding it down for that, the balance of that offense. Mm-hmm. And they went out and got Vaughn Miller only to make that D-line even better than what they are. Jalen Ramsey's holding it down for the secondary. They only lost one game up until last night. Now, I'm just going to chalk that up as just a bad game. I think they're still top three in the league, but that was just surprising being that the Titans lost their best running back, they, the best running back in the league. Best player on the – yeah, I would yeah, say. There you go. The offense, basically. Yeah. And Tanner Mids leading uh, Dunn, Julio Jones, and mm-hmm. – Julio still ain't serving that scampi. He's right. still he, – He's serving no scampi. <laughs> A.J. Brown was getting locked up by Jalen. So you would think that that would have been an easy game for the Rams to win. So that was surprising. And it made me wonder, is the Titans really one of the teams to beat? In the league, because they've they've won a lot of tough games. They find themselves at seven and two. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, and if you're being honest, the AFC is kind of trash. Is it? Yeah. The, this this season is NFC dominant. Yeah. There's there's no team in the in the AFC that has just completely separated themselves. So and I, don't, I, I don't know if any of y'all gonna pick the Kansas City game, but that could leave the door open for Kansas City, even though they're struggling. Apparently, Pump says no. Okay. Nah, but right now, I think that. The Titans show why they could be maybe the top team in the AFC. Okay. I mean, it's hard to argue against it. It's hard to argue against it, for sure. Pump, where you at? Uh, <clears throat> my game of the week was actually a very fun game to watch. Uh, Minnesota and the Ravens. You're just getting robbed out here, huh? Sorry, I mean, I, <laughs> if you want me to, I can go Bears-Steelers. No, no, but, well, I mean, that game's going right now, and I'm hoping Najee Harris is going to get a touchdown. No, I don't need that. No, that's not going to happen. Give it, give it to Najee. No. Yeah, so so 
Vikings Ravens. Very interesting game to watch. Um, I think I mentioned you guys off off air that the Ravens put up 500 yards <laughs> of total <laughs> offense and still barely squeaked this game out, which is interesting on many levels. Um, Kirk Cousins, who <laughs> Kurt, your cousin, man, listen, I never get, I never give Kirk Cousins much props, but he went toe to toe, which with you know an MVP, and he has a ton of weapons. I, I sometimes I forget like how much he has around him on that team. Yeah, like he's got he Dalvin, to he's throw got the ball to Adam Thielen or Justin. Or just yeah. give the ball to Dalvin Cook. Or throw the ball to Dalvin Cook out of the backfield. KJ Osborne in the slot. Amazing thing. So, so I, mid. Um, who, Kirk Cousins? Yes. He's the leader. Oh, yeah. wow. I, I thought, the, oh, hold on. Oh, <laughs> do I need to list them? You guys, you guys, shall we list them? You em? actually gave Tannehill a nickname. So I thought that he was the leader of the mid. No, nah, he's not the leader of the Actually, back. yeah, he is for me. If, no, if you have two of the best receivers in the league or top 10, and Dalvin Cook, and you're still being mid. I mean, Tanner's got the best running back in the league. A washed up Julio Jones. I mean, AJ Brown isn't Julio, that guy yet. Julio can make the scampy. Yeah, he hasn't made it in a while. You gotta, you gotta, you <laughs> just gotta, you gotta deliver the shrimp. Tanner ain't giving him the shrimp. I mean, I and he got AJ Brown, who's a top ten receiver in the league most seasons. As think, of late, man, I think that's a credit to Matt Ryan in, in a weird way. It's Cousins, Carr, and Mid, and Mr. Tanner Mid. I, I do. Cousins, Carr, and Tanner Mid. Yeah, as like the the three headed leader yeah. of the mid gang. Yeah, I'm not calling Derek Carr Mid. Stop it. Hey, he's the leader. Calling the him. He's been calling him Mid for that's a while. Fine. Uh, he lost to the G Men. G Men. I mean, All right. Anyway, back get, to your back yeah, to your point. My bad. Get, get back to the game. Oh yeah. There's a lot to that, and to me, it's a conversation about one of the best quarterbacks in the league, which clearly is one of the best quarterbacks in the league, Lamar Jackson. And I'm watching this game, and he, I like what what uh, what Bateman's doing. Wow, they just gave that touchdown up. Um, I don't know how. Again, going back, I don't know how sustainable this thing that they're doing in Baltimore is mm-hmm. when you put up 500 total yards and you lead in possession and lead in plays and leading first downs and you can barely beat the Vikings by three takes overtime what do the Ravens really need to do different to get over this hump because like to, to me this season is a season where they have a shot to at least get to the Super Bowl oh well, they gotta get healthy if I'm going to defend yeah. them, I mean, the, okay. I mean, <clears throat> Devontae Freeman, no disrespect to Devontae Freeman, mm-hmm. should not be your, should not have the most touches of your running backs. They're running Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell. Mm-hmm. That shouldn't be the case. Mm-hmm. And then defensively, you need Marcus Peters back. He makes a big difference. And they still need a receiver. Like, that hasn't changed. Hollywood has been better. Mm-hmm. He's no wide receiver one. Still need to go to the receiver. Bateman's there. I think he's pretty nice. He's getting he's decent. He's yeah. he's good, but he's playing in what his third game, third game. ever. He's shown glimpses of being mm-hmm. good, but he again, actually he's, been he's still good. He's yeah. still no wide receiver one. Right. They, mm-hmm. In this in today's football, if you're going to win, you need a true wide receiver one. So so, so again, 
that gets me to my point, which I'm I'm not on the traditional let's bash Lamar for the things that other players or other quarterbacks get kind of praised for and say like, oh, he just had a bad game. If he's that good, we can all sit here and say that he's really great, right? Yeah, so, so why is it that he can't take a Hollywood Brown? He can't take a, a an Andrews. He can't take Devontae Freeman and Le'Veon Bell, and now say, well, you know what? That's all he needs. I w- I wish he had more, because to me, like I'm a, I'm actually afraid for him to get a top wide receiver. Because if he can't produce with a top wide receiver, then I don't want him to get bashed more than he already is. Eh, nah, I, I, I can't, I can't subscribe to that. If yeah. he, if he is who he thinks he is, or if he is who I think he is, I don't think again. I don't think he's a great passer. Then, then all I, my thing is always show me, give him yeah. the chance. If he isn't, then I'll say, look, I was wrong. He's not that guy. That's what I was gonna say. Give him the opportunity. But, like everybody else gets the opportunity. Yeah. That's that's Pat my Mahomes only thing. I mean, gets the opportunity. he won an MVP without having a top twenty receiver in the mm-hmm. league. To me, that's a that's, that's a big deal. I mean, even yesterday he didn't have a great game. Mm-hmm. Still threw for two sixty six, ran for another one twenty because literally nobody else is doing anything. You shouldn't yeah. run the ball twenty times as a quarterback. He's having to throw it to himself at this point, and then threw for, <laughs> threw, threw it forty one <laughs> times. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. No, but but the questions are valid and. I don't want to. I don't want him to be able to hide behind the. Well, I never had a, a top guy. No, give him a top guy. Now, either you're going to be who we think you are, or you won't. Mm-hmm. I would love to get that question answered. Can I ask? And just to close, can I ask you guys? Do you think that Lamar Jackson is the type of quarterback that can make a guy a number one? Because we've seen we've seen the best quarterbacks in the league year in and year out make somebody the top guy. Off air, we talked about Randall Cobb. He's nothing without Aaron Rodgers, or is not that great without Aaron Rodgers. We've seen Chris Hogan. But was was, but, was even Randall Cobb a top that's fifteen what I was receiver? Say, like even who, even then in Green Bay, what quarterback has you, made one guy a top guy? Don't say Brady, because Randall Cobb was he was good, mm-hmm. but he wasn't a top fifteen receiver in the league at any mm-hmm. point. There's that never I, been that a, I can think yeah. of a top ten guy. What, what, Every guy has well, had a top guy at one point. Why why can't we? Why is it? Why do we have to take away Tom Brady well, or Aaron Rodgers? I'm not taking away Tom Brady. I'm saying, Tom I'm saying, who is, who is Tom Brady made a top guy? Randy Moss was West, already the West guy. Welker, Danny was, Amendola. They were top 15 receivers in the league, or were they just good? I'm pretty at what sure. They do? I'm pretty sure we can pull up numbers to where Wes Welker was a top 15 in catches or yards or whatever in the league, or Danny Amendola. Catches, or, or was he a top five receiver for, in the league for catches? Maybe based on value. But it, it'd be it'd be interesting to see. But even if you leave Tom Brady in it, right? Because there, there's an anomaly to every data set, mm-hmm. right? I, I do data. That's what I do. There's an anomaly to every data set. Is that the norm, or is Tom Brady just the anomaly? I think I think we've always treated Tom Brady as this unicorn, and I think deservedly so. Mm-hmm. so but are we are like are we going down the line like well Elway did it and Marino did it and well, every every elite quarterback has done it, or is Tom Brady? Okay, so 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 like yeah, so like last year, the the leader in catches a plus twenty yards was Lake was on MVD. Now do MVS. We, MVS. I'm sorry, what, 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 Valdez Valdez. Talking about TVD. But is he, is he Devontae Adams? Your, no, no, he's no, no TVD in your head, boy. He he's not Devontae Adams, right? But you still are making a guy a name. Okay, let me ask you this: Do you know who Mark Andrews was? Coming into the league because he's 
second in the league in receiving for tight ends. That's a guy that Lamar made. Okay. So is it just pertaining to receivers or is it just whoever receives the ball? Okay. So there's your one. So, so what are we talking about? Mm. So that's that's it. You're tied in. I mean, I mean, to me, I feel like I, I feel like if, if we wanted to, we can sit back and we can go through a couple rosters. And again, Lamar hasn't been in the league that. Gee, Justin, yes. dude, what are you doing? He hasn't been in the league that long, but I feel like we can go down a list of, you know, your top five quarterbacks in the league, mm. and say like, yeah, 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 that I remember that guy. That guy's name. Only because of who he was getting I mean, the ball from. I, and maybe it's because I watch a lot of ball. I know Marquise Hollywood's name. I know who Hollywood is. I think mm-hmm. Hollywood is, I think he's a Randall Cobb, where it's like, no team is going into it like, man, we got to find a way to start Randall Cobb this week. Like, I don't think that's the case, even for a Randall Cobb. I mean. Yeah, Marquise Brown was more popular at Oklahoma. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 don't, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I think maybe we're I don't even know where Randall Cobb came from, honestly. Kentucky. Oh, there you go. He was a quarterback. And I don't, but I don't think it was like, it, it's not like you go into a, a week and it's like, hey, look, you know, eight Antonio Brown's at Pittsburgh. Hey, okay. bracket Antonio. Right? Okay, we got to take Antonio away. So better question. Does, does, does Lamar Jackson make any wide receiver better in you guys' opinion? Not at the moment. This season, Hollywood, because apparently he's, he stinks up until now. And this all of a sudden, this season, he's actually hooping. I think he was leading the AFC in yards at so one point. So you say one, you say no. No. You just gave Mark Andrews. Okay, a tight end. Yeah, are we talking receiver? And he's is he healthy this year? Is he out? Who? No. Mark Andrews? Is he out? This I think year? he missed like a game or two. He played last week or Sunday, so he hasn't been doing anything this year. No, he's number two. He just said he's number two. Oh, that was, number two. Oh, that's this, year. this yeah. season. Okay, yeah. behind Travis Kelsey. Okay, yeah. which is valid. <laughs> okay, I don't know. I mean, again, give him give him an elite receiver, and let's see what happens. Cool. As this is my only argument. I mean, but other than wow, that, he's only we, he's only so taking his on team. Him. Other than that, he's only taking his team to the playoff every season and won MVP. I mean, how much more are we asking the guy to do? I don't know. Racism. <laughs> yes, Pump is racist against Lamar Jackson. I'm, I'm very racist. That, that's the problem. That is my problem. <laughs> All right. I'm going to be honest. You guys actually took my game I'm of sorry. the week. So, you know what? I, I won't take a game of the week. I'll, I'll go another spin on it. Shout out to the Falcons for beating the Saints. So now the Bucks are now leading the division still. Nice. Go Bucks. Appreciate that. And this week of of quarterbacks who are quote unquote leading the MVP race, they pretty much all stunk it up. So now Brady's far and away the MVP race leader. So don't mess it up. Shout out to that. Everybody was throwing, they were throwing Josh Allen. I was hearing a whole lot of Josh Allen ahead of Brady. And yeah, not after this week. Are we going to talk about 12's Cowboys? I wasn't. Oh, all right. Apparently you got something that's on your chest. It's moving your spirit. No, uh, a lot of people were talking about them potentially being the best team in the league. And that game against Denver, it's like they never showed up. I mean, I feel like it was one bad game. To me, the Cowboys have a top five offense. That offense is nasty. I think it was was an off week. We'll chalk it up to a bad game. Yeah, I mean, let's long season. A lot of games have to be played. I'll be interested to see if it continues. But yeah, it was a bad showing against a Broncos team that ain't all that good. I thought you was gonna go there. No, I rarely bring up the Cowboys. Oh. <laughs> uh, Herms listening. <laughs> no, I rarely bring up uh, Herms Cowboys. He called us out, both of us, on Twitter. What he said? He said, "Whenever they win, 
me and you don't have nothing to say. I don't say nothing to him when they lose. Uh, he called us out though. I'm yeah, he was saying. like people be hitting he's, him up. I never hit him man. up. He tags that we talk specifically about me and you. Yeah, I never hit him up when they lose. Right. He's he don't have he can search his text. He's got zero text from me when the Cowboys lose. That was a surprising loss though. Yeah, yeah, I wasn't expecting. And at home too. They were home. That was very uh, odd. Okay, I feel like we're good here. Are we? Oh, Chiefs won back to back weeks. Oh, I don't care how. Don't hey, care man. how. <laughs> I don't care how they won back to back weeks. Where are we with Pat Mahomes? Who is, is he a top five again? We, it's an, it's another hour. Uh, no, no, we're not doing it for another hour. Set the timer. <laughs> no, timekeeper. But my question is NBA. Yeah. Oh wait, we didn't talk about uh, OBJ. We didn't. Odell Beckham. Where should he go? Pump you out of top three. I do have a top three. <clears throat> Number one, Baltimore Ravens. Nice. <laughs> of course. Uh, number two, New England Patriots. I'm trying to wrap my mind around the Patriots. One, give it to me quick. What's the What's the thought process there? I feel. I feel like. Uh, I feel like the the hoodie takes reclamation projects at receiver, quote unquote. I like. Mm-hmm. I mean, I again. I get that he had Tom Brady for years, right? But he does things with wide receivers. Chad Johnson was there for a good little minute. Uh, Martellus Bennett, tight end, was there for a good little minute. He makes things out of things, and I mm-hmm. think Mac Jones probably is going to be the most tenured quarter. I'm, I'm going to go on a limb that he's going to be around in the league for a long time. He's dirty. You see what I he just, did to Brian Burns' ankle? Very I'm, dirty. I'm cool. I can see I that. Like, I can see I why like he said that. Well, I feel like you should feel strongly about it. Brian Burns is a Florida State guy. Yeah, I know, but it's you know, whatever. Nah, it's trash. So Racism. I, <laughs> <laughs> and then, in all honesty, go back home. Go back to NOLA. Yeah. Because I want to see him and Jameis together. Well, with Alvin Kamara. Next season. Well, Michael Thomas is probably gone, so they're going to need a wide receiver who? one. Slant Boy, my bad. I still don't know who that is. Slant you know Boy. who Slant Boy is? He plays football? He used to, at least. Oh, got paid and left. He's okay. hurt now. Okay. Pull He's really coming back. Hey, I wouldn't, no, I wouldn't edit no, that No, no, he didn't, he didn't pull Jamarcus. Don't do that. But he got paid and went home? Don't do that. I mean, it's kind of what he's doing right no, now. No, Jamarcus never even showed up to go home. He Fair. never left home. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Same list? Is yeah, it, same list? list. Same list. But my number one team would be the Saints. Really? Yeah. Okay. Go back. Go home. Link with Jameis. Jameis. Alvin. Before he got hurt. He was doing all right. On a, on a pace to go to the uh, Pro Bowl. You wanted to say Hall of Fame. I heard <laughs> it. Your I'm about to say. Um, and James, he was a little up and down. They were. I had a pause. He had, had like a couple not great weeks. He had jumped out that first week, and then he had kind of a couple yeah. middling weeks. Yeah, but he was all right. He, but he, he wasn't being what you know of James. Just turning the ball yeah. over. He also didn't have a wide receiver one. Right. Also, to his credit, give him OBJ. I just don't want to see. I don't want to see the Saints get better. I'm with you, Bucks fan. Bucks fan. Yeah. In our division, I don't want to see them get better. You got a top three. No, just the Ravens. <laughs> so Ravens, Ravens. So Dylon, 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 Dylon. Top five best rubbers all time. Yeah, no, it it makes too much sense to go to Baltimore. Go ahead, NBA. 
Give me all top five teams in the league right now. Two early top five teams. No order. I don't even right know in if the I can league, do that at the moment. Got to give it to um, Bulls. Is that heart or bulls, head? Bulls and Bulls. <laughs> I mean, the, no, the Bulls are a really good team right now. Right, keep going. I mean, they lost twice to the, to Philly, and that's it. No, I mean, they've beaten playoff teams. They're playing the Nets tonight. Uh, bulls, Nets, <clears throat> uh, Warriors, um, Philly, Philly, Miami. Lake Show, got it. No, nah, they can't put the Lake Show up there right now. No, well, you have look bad. Pretty much the same. Warriors, Nets, Philly, Heat, Bulls. Right now, yeah, sure. What are we? Ten games in. I'm taking Philly out there. I'm putting my Lakers in there. But I'm Philly's eight and two. They have the the second best record. I don't care. It's right now. The Lakers have not played like a top five team right now. You can't. Yeah, come on, bro. So so hold come on. on, come on. So we come so, on. So we've been two weeks off. Are you have you guys changed at all on your feelings about the Lakers? Because again, no, they we're still, we're still, we're still figuring hurt. things out. Yeah, and they're hurt. We'll LeBron's played what two games in the past two weeks? LeBron's yeah. just got to make a couple that's, trades. No, yeah. hold that's, on. that's also not good. Like LeBron again. LeBron is he's starting to look like year nineteen. LeBron he's getting How hurt. Is he? I get it. No, he's I'm, he's Le, not really hurt. Le, <laughs> I think he's low managing. Yeah, he's low managing he's for low. the he's back end. He's low managing and they're losing. He played a full game and at the end of the game said. I think I pulled something in my right. stomach. Mm. And they were like, well, sit down, LeBron. Sure, so LeBron. After I dropped 40. So sure. LeBron's being LeBron again. <laughs> yes. And then while he's not there. There's no leadership. And so, and, so, and so you're looking on. for leadership. So that's, not, that's, not, that's not any new. That's not, not new. No, not even that. Because to your point, when I asked you about it, we were talking about chemistry and how they don't have any yet. Mm-hmm. So when your leader is not there on the court to develop chemistry, and what are you doing? You're going to depend on Russell Westbrook. They're trying to out talent teams. So, so it's again, so, so how's that working? So, was so sick so, the other day. So, so day to day. So LeBron is not there on the court because he wants to load manage. Then where's the chemistry going to come for? It's come a, from in in the in a playoff? It's going to come. We we still have players that haven't played yet. Uh, Tht hasn't played yet. Ariza hasn't played yet. Kendrick Nunn hasn't played we're, yet. We're I'm not asking you because I can't depend on you because you put them in the top five. I'm asking yeah, Breeze because he's actually just shut me down. Huh? <laughs> yeah, Dang, I, I know, I, right? Yeah. We're, we're, we're ten games into an 82 game season. My again, we can keep having these arguments, but if we're having this conversation in February, then fine. It's the beginning of November. I'm not losing sleep. I feel mid January. If if your man is still low management, like low managing and one of your biggest things was chemistry and you mm-hmm. can't get chemistry with your best player, then when you get to the playoffs, fine. You can't out-talent teams when your talent hasn't gelled. I think in the in the first round, and obviously seeding matters. Again, LeBron has a history of, at least in L.A., he doesn't turn it on until after the, the All-Star break. I mean, so That's only worked if, once. If you come off the break, well... In a COVID fair. year. <laughs> in a bubble. I mean, so fair. last year we also didn't have the second best player on the team. So again, if if other than health, that's the only thing I think that's going to derail this team. But when they when they played, they looked fine. They won ball games. They went on actually they went on a little mini winning streak. Nobody cared because yeah. it wasn't glorious, but well, they won, they won, like they won ball games. games. But then you tweeted like we're one like a couple games behind first place. Yeah, at the time, yeah, we had, we're getting bashed. Yeah, I mean, people are <laughs> losing their three, shirts. What are you? Losing your minds? <laughs> what, yeah, what, what are you? What are you? Five and four right now? I mean, we're above five hundred. Like yeah, 
It's it's early November. Hey, if y'all are cool with that, then I'm I'm cool with it too. I'm not losing my hair over it yet. I'm cool. Okay. Always, as always, man in my life is pump. Yes, sir. You had you gave the one. I'm just making sure it's episode 45. That's it. (laughs) Not 44. (laughs) Might be 46. Is it? Yeah, sure. Let's just cut it in half and just make make it fresh off the box. Man in my left is pump. Yes, sir. Man in my right is on Yeah. I'm Breeze. We'll catch y'all next week.